Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at bluenile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the rest of our podcast. Uh, joining me for the first time. Um, and the first time he's been introduced, this man needs no introduction, but I'm going to give him one anyway. World class wrestling journalist, Aaron Franklin. Aaron, how are we doing? Doing very well. You know what? For the first time in a long, long time, I'm not tired. Nice. Yeah. Is that because you've got yourself a coffee? They, at 10 well, to 9. Could be. Could also be. I um, slept for about 12 hours last night. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I envy you um, in, that, in that sleep. It's um, been a long, long time since I've. Usually, I'm up seven o'clock in the morning. Up, so that's yeah. into like eleven this morning. Crazy. Nice. Yeah, I can't even do that without an alarm now. Just, I just my body just naturally yeah. wakes up about. Mine seven. does. Yeah, I think I woke up by seven. I was at our box list and for policy yeah. to eleven. So yeah, I was pleased with that. Nice, feeling all refreshed. I'm the complete opposite of that. Um, I'm a shell of a man. Barely slept because uh, even though it's been a bank holiday, obviously for the uh, the sad death of, of the queen. Um, some of my neighbours did not did not realise that was why we had the bank holiday, and I think they just treated it like any other bank holiday. So I got woke up by revellers outside at four a.m. Uh, last night, which was not um, not what you need. Um, and I guess that is the joys of living. I well, I can't imagine in the pubs. I'm pretty sure I should say eleven. But the joys of living in the city centre. Um, mm. So I'm I'm pretty knackered, uh, but very grateful for the uh, the extra day off uh, this week, despite the sad circumstances. Um, and we're gonna gonna move on with just the two of us again. Yeah. Ross is still on his honeymoon, having a great time living it up with his uh, his private pool. Yeah. Um, Ross, because he just does this in all of his walks of life, I can report as um, he's been lucky enough to be upgraded. Um, so he's got there and he's got a bigger villa than what he initially planned, which is is that not the most fucking classic Ross thing yeah. you know, to happen? Just falling on his feet as usual. And Terry obviously is uh, well, Terry just don't want to be here. Frankly, um, no way to describe it. I alluded it to on the uh, on the news show. Uh, Terry's just got back from his. his you know, we were trying to decide when to record this weekend. We're all pretty busy. Uh, Terry said, um, "Siren said, oh, what about tonight?'" I was like, "Yeah, that's fine." Terry said, "Oh, I'm busy tomorrow night." So we're like, "Cool, <laughs> we'll do tonight then." And he just got back from holiday. This was like five hours ago. Yeah, um, but obviously he's recovering from his jet lag um, from from Newark. <laughs> Not no, not Newark that you're thinking of. Newark, uh, Nottinghamshire. He's not being in Jersey, but you know, I'm sure he had a, he had a great time. I did see him on a on a boat yesterday. 
Um, mm. So it was, uh, it was good. He yeah. just got a bit seasick, this Terry. Yeah. So it's good for good news for our, our listeners, though, um, because one of the greatest shows of all time was me and you, where we covered a WCW show. It was. It was, yeah. it was a great show. Really enjoyed that one. It was. And also, we, we can't forget the uh, the classic uh, Battle Royale Albert Hall. <laughs> that was that was me and you. We yeah. were abandoned mm-hmm. for that. And again, one of the greatest shows of all time. And I think you'll notice as well that I absolutely nailed the intro uh, first time around. There was no... Yeah. Definitely not Most... multiple takes. Just first time around, just got it spot on. Yeah. No... World-class wrestler journalist, Aaron Franklin. No stuttering. Remembered what my the introduction was. No. Yeah. Nail- nailed it. Yeah, the benefits of being an editor and presenter in the same in the same week. Uh, but what we're going to do today is, I guess it's a little little bit different. It's one of uh, one of Terry's favorite activities, really. It's his idea, but he's not here. I was totally off him. We're going to do a tier list, which we've not done for a long time. I think the last one we did was the uh, games, the rest of video games, which was a long, yeah. long time ago. Um, we've not watched the show this week. We're thinking about watching uh, some WCW. We'll get back to that at some point and. We don't have Ross to write a quiz for us, so we're going to go through a, a, a title that has got some prominence back in the last few last few weeks. Uh, just had his first five star Melsa match, but obviously we're still waiting for the uh, the Franklin Reigns to be announced. Oh, that was announced, wasn't it? Um, no, we, did, we didn't announce them. No, I got a live version today, but it's not been announced on the show yet. So we'll uh, no. we'll uh, hold that for the the Clash of the Castle review. Yeah. Uh, which I can confirm as well, actually, that Phil will be joining us. He actually replied <laughs> to our message. <laughs> he texts me immediately uh, after hearing, um, saying, Phil, <laughs> if you actually listen, text me. He texts me. Um, Saturday afternoon, so only a few hours after the episode had been released. Uh, so Phil will be joining us for Clash of the Castle, whenever that is. Um, it probably won't be until like mid-October, like November time, by the time we're yeah. to doing it. But um that's how Ross has watched it. Although hopefully he's watched it on the plane, um, as we suggested. Um, but yeah, so it, but it has had like that great match between Gunter and um, and Sheamus. It's kind of his first pay per view match in over a year, I think, or first in this calendar year. Yeah. Um, so it's come out to prominence um, at just the right time. So we figured this would be the best time to uh, to go through a a tier list of all the Intercontinental champion, Champions. From 1985 to 2021, I think. But So we may have to add Gunter on at some point. Mm. I think he's the other one we've missed. Uh, the reason we're doing from 1985 is obviously that was the year of the first WrestleMania. Um, and obviously we don't know anyone from before then, really, other than Pat Patterson. Uh, and more importantly, it was already on the website. Um, and I don't have to create a tier list myself. Um, so that's the main reason we're doing it. But uh, if you want to really know our thoughts on where Pat Patterson or I can't, I can't even think it would be a pre- WrestleMania Intercontinental Champion, like Don Maraca or someone, mm. um, then I'm, I'm sure we'll do do that at some point. But yeah, just like you know, people get annoyed at uh, Sky Sports only focused on the Premier League era, we're only focused on the WrestleMania era of this. So with that being said, Aaron Franklin, I will share my screen. Um, I'm going to need some help um, with some of the Golden Era. Yeah, there we oh, go. Yeah. This, there is some, some people I forgot had... Um, and won the Intercontinental Championship. Some people I just forgot existed at some point uh, during this. Um, and there's some absolute legends on there. Um, they're in alphabetical order, I believe, which makes it easy. So I've got no, I've just got to go out to the thumbnails. But I think I recognize most of these people. Um, I may have to do some zooming in. 
at times. Um, we've got five tiers, and then what we'll do, what we usually do, we'll get them all the tiers, and then we'll decide on the final ratings um, who will be the Halloween Havoc 95 of the Intercontinental Champions. Someone may raise from the bottom all the way to the top over the course of the episode. So we've got five tiers. Now, they were, they did come in at A, B, C, D, and E, but that one good enough. Oh. No, not for us. So we'll start from the bottom. So the bottom one, the bottom tier, we've got getting to see. Get in the sea. Shite in the Continental Championship. You gotta you gotta get in the sea. Uh yeah. and then we've got like, you know, seeing better. And then obviously we've got the classic in the middle, Peter six point five. Um and then we've got solid mid card champion, because I feel like that's what I'm gonna say a lot. I always mm. do when it comes to these. And then top of the pile, obviously, uh we've got the Franklin five stars. Um yeah. I was going to actually um, call the, the second one the, the Melts of Five Stars, but I thought I'd get too confusing. <laughs> but that was my, uh, that was going to be my gimmick earlier, but I thought that no, it's going to get, it's going to get too confusing. So we've got a solid mid-catch up in there instead. And then we've got the Franklin Five Stars. So yeah, these are going in alphabetical order. Um, it covers everyone up until 2021. So I think the only person we're going to miss is Gunter, who we'll put in at the end. I think that's everyone. Uh, let's just go on a list of WWE and the champions before we start. To make sure we're not missing anyone else who's won it this year, um, but I think Ricochet may have won it in 2021 as well. Mm. And it if can't, be, can't be many people from this year. Yeah, and if you know if Ricochet didn't win it, didn't win it, and I won it this year, then I'm sure we can fit him in <laughs> to that bottom tier. No, um, yeah, no Ricochet this year as well. So yeah, just the two that we're missing. Um, so Ricochet and, and Gunter. So we'll do those at the end as well. Well, we're going to get started uh, with what I believe is... I'm, I'm just going to zoom out a bit so we can, uh, we can see the list as well. All on the flyer. Um, Ahmed Johnson. This guy should have been bigger than what he was. Yeah, he really should. Like, I, There were rumours that he was ready to win the WWE Championship and then obviously he got he got injured. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then this never came back into, back into it, did he? Just... Yeah. Kind of forgotten about, and didn't he go across to WCW? He point? did. Was he, um, what was his name in WCW? Big T. Yeah. Because he won that match for the T. Yeah, against uh, Booker T. With yeah. Booker T. He also went by Modib, uh, Night Breeder, uh, Siva, Tony Norris. That is his name. His name is Anthony Norris. <laughs> so that makes sense. <laughs> Uh, and my favourite, uh, Black Superman, which I can't find any. I hope that's just a full-on Superman gap uh, for that one. But in terms of the Intercontinental Championship, he didn't do a lot. So he beat no. Goldust at King of the Ring 96, which I... Oh, no, we, we, we didn't watch that one. We just watched the, the main event, didn't we? And then he vacated the championship after being attacked by the debut in Farouk um, 50 days later. Nice. 58 if you WWE because it was aired on, on tape below. Sounds pretty lackluster to me. Yeah, not a great um I think this was one of his only championship runs as well. Because we say like he, after this, I think he went to go into the uh the main event scene. Um no, he won the I, I lie, he won one of a title in the WWF. He won the Q8 Cup. Okay. I don't know what that is. There's no details. Never. Um yeah. And he won Slammy Award for the new sensation of the squared circle. Um, and then he won the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Worst Interviews Award of 96 as well. So some year for 1996. Mm. 
because he also came fifth in the PWI 500 in the same year, um, which is actually pretty, pretty high up. Ties um, high up. I think that's the same level that CM Punk got to this year. I can't remember. I completely missed that out of the news, but I'm sure we'll, uh, we'll look at it at some point. So it looks like he had a good year, but I think in terms of his Intercontinental Championship run, there's not really a lot to say, is there? Uh, didn't really happen. Sounds um, sounds to me like it's um, getting the C. I think it is to get in the C, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. One Championship run, 50 days long, vacates it, only beating Goldust. Fred, uh, Ahmed Johnson, uh, is in the C. Oh, he's still alive, mm-hmm. so that's all the respectful. That's fine. Um, next, um, one of the most decorated wrestlers of all time. Um, but I must admit, I completely forgot this happened, and I believe it happened very recently. Uh, AJ Styles. Yeah. So he's held it once. Um, defeated Daniel Bryan. I do remember this match, actually. It was a really good match. It was one of the best performance center era matches. I think it lasted about 40 minutes um, on SmackDown. Um, he lasted for 74 days before losing the championship to um, Jeff Hardy, of all people, on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. Uh, so where do we put AJ Styles in terms of his Intercontinental Championship run? I feel like his his the match that he won it in gives him a lot of stock, but I don't seem to remember anything else that happened. Like, I remember that match happening, but I don't remember that it was for the championship. Yeah, I, I, I haven't seen the match, so I can't comment on it. Um, I didn't watch a great deal of wrestling through the uh, lockdown era. If I'm yeah. honest, it was difficult to watch the performance. Honestly, yeah, just so I did. I, oh, I'll be honest, I, I haven't seen that yeah. much. I can't. I can't put too many comments out there regarding yeah. it. And obviously, um, I became a Thunderdome regular, um, yeah. a Thunderdome legend, some might say. But this was before, even those. It was before I had made my my own WWE debut. Um, I feel like because of the match at the beginning, you know, he won it in. I'm assuming it was better than Emma Johnson versus Goldust. I'm willing to put him in scene better. I don't think he really did anything yeah. for it. I think it's helped him. I'm assuming he's a Grand Slam champion, which is probably why they gave him it. Um, they will be winning, but I don't think it really did. We, I don't think it really did anything for him. Um, yeah. Other than other than that, really, it didn't do anything for the title either. Um, and losing it to Jeff Hardy in like 2020, mm, yeah, yeah, not great. Seen but yeah, it's probably seen seen better for that. Um, believe this, uh, this this bottom is going to start racking up very soon. Albert <laughs> is. Is next now again. I remember him being in the Continental Champion. That's all I remember. When do we reckon it was? Right, two thousand one. Yeah, not, not, yeah, two thousand, two thousand and one. I'd say. Here we, here we go. Right. Did he win it as Albert? He won it as Albert, just straight up Albert. Um, it was no disqualification match against Kane. Uh, pretty exciting in New York, New, in, in New York City. So I'm assuming that was in Madison Square Garden. Mm. Um, but then he lost it to Landstorm 25 days later. Ah, that sounds very lacklustre. Yeah. So I was I was a big Albert fan back in the day. Yeah, he was. Um, I remember being a bigger fan than I should have been, mm. given what you were back in his career. Oh, yeah. Right? You look, you re watch matches now, and you think, Jesus Christ, this guy's awful. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess the most significant point of this is he lost it to a WCW guy. Mm. Um, I'm assuming they did that because they didn't want Kane losing it to a WCW guy. 
Yeah, um, I'd imagine so. So, I think as well, Albert. He's got to. Uh, he's got to get in the sea. Yeah, get in. Get I in the sea, Albert. Yeah. Albert is also in the sea. I should have. What I really should have done is thought about this and added like a slashing sound effect every time we put someone in the sea. I don't think I have time to do that, unfortunately. But just imagine that happening, guys. Um, <laughs> just a question: If um, the intercontinental title had been won by Tensai. I think we'd have been talking Franklin five stars potentially. Oh my god, yeah, Tensai, one of the greatest gimmicks of all time. Um, later, later on, Tensai as well. Tons of fun, Tensai. Yeah, yeah. The sweet tea era of Tensai. <laughs> that is, that is, that is the one. Um, yeah, oh, that was that was so bad. Like his debut was so underwhelming. Whereas now, a big a WWF wrestler who goes to New Japan and makes it big and comes back, it could be a huge deal. Oh yeah. If anything, you could say that Vince was ahead of his time. Um, but I guess we'll probably learn that that's why Vince like stopped pushing New Japan guys as soon as they came in after his bad experience with uh, with with Tensai. But mm. but yeah, I feel like if he moved across, like I mean, obviously he'd have been older, he wouldn't be able to do it. But um, yeah, it would have been a bigger deal that sort of set of circumstances happening even like five years later than than what it did. Yeah, but alas, he did not win it again. Um, racking up the bottom here. Um, here we go then with uh, Apollo Cruz next. Now I do remember this one. I do remember it happening? He won it in the Nigerian drum fight, um, uh, WrestleMania 37 against Big E, and then he lost. He held it for 124 days. Oh, that's respectable. Surprised me. Um, and he lost it to King Nakamura on on SmackDown. So he won it at WrestleMania, which I think was the last time he was defending at WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. Um, in Big E's own hometown as well. Um, but what really grinds my gears is the Intercontinental... I mean, the, the Nigerian drum fight involved... No, they were there. The drums were there. But they just used chairs and tables. <laughs> oh, that's disappointing. That, that really irritates me. Um, but he won it at WrestleMania. So I don't think he needs to get in the sea. No. But I think we may have we may have seen better. I don't think he's quite at that six point five level. No, I think if it, one ring. if it have won the title by using a drum, exactly talking six point five. We it didn't was res- respectable length of time to to hold the title. Yeah, yeah. but I think I agree. I think we've seen better. We didn't we even get yet. the classic spot of like you know someone with a drum on the head, <laughs> which yeah. is like Nigerian drum fight. You need at least one drum on the head. That's a classic spot of any musical related matches, which there are, yeah. there are many. Um, but yeah, I believe uh, Apollo Crews, we, we've, we've seen better. Um, we haven't yet, unfortunately. I'm sure we're going to get into some of them. Yeah, we've, we've just not got anyone in the top half yet. But here we go yeah. then. We've, uh, um, the first multi champion, multi time champion mm-hmm. on here now, uh, Big E. Um, of the new day, quite a I say quite a storied history. He's won it. I think they were quite far apart from each other. So he won it as Biggie Langston um, in November 2013, um, beating Curtis Axel on Raw and held it for 167 days. And uh, noticeably during that time, he lost to Langston and just became Biggie. They lost it to Bad News Barrett um, at Extreme Rules in May. So he won it. He held it in. He won it in November 2013. Mm. Took it all the way to May 2014, and then he had a a second run, which obviously um, so he beat Sami Zayn 
um, on SmackDown. It was like a Christmas special SmackDown. Uh, I think it aired on Christmas Day, actually. Yeah, it did. Um, it was taped on the 22nd um, in the Thunderdome. And he lost it uh, in, the, in the aforementioned Nigerian drum fight. Uh, what do we think of Big E's two very different and very distant apart reigns? Yeah, I mean, I, I've always liked Big E as a, a champion. Um, yeah. He's just a good wrestler, isn't he? He is. He's really good. And if you'd have asked me, I thought he'd won it like three or four times. I was very yeah. surprised to see he was only two, actually. Yeah, I'd, I'd have said he would have won it more than twice. Um, yeah, he's just, he's, he's just so over, isn't he? Yeah. Always, yeah, I mean, part of the new day. Um, yeah. Great tag team champion. I'm assuming he's a Grand Slam champion as well. Can't remember from the um, United States, did he? I'm not too sure. Let's just have a look. I think it was. I do recall. Oh, he's a triple crown champion, but not a Grand Slam championship. Oh, okay. Champion. He's not won the uh, United That's States. That's what I'm remembering then. He's um, the uh, the fairly fair triple crown champion. Right. I would personally be saying solid mid card champion. I th- I think so. One, I just like Biggie. Yeah. Um, and two, they've both been. You know, he won it. The first time and he got pushed into the kind of not the main event, but he became like a solid raw roster member at that point, didn't he? Rather uh-huh. than because I think he'd just come from NXT the first time, won it. And the second time, obviously, we started to realize what Big E was like as a single champion as part of the new day. Yeah. And that he could become WWE champion. So a solid mid card champion for uh, for Big E. Mm. Um and the big guys don't stop coming. Because up next we've got this picture is just hilarious of him. Uh, the big show, <laughs> the big show. Where would it be at? Where it, where it, this was a weird time um, in the big show's career. I think I do remember him winning this because he won it against Cody at WrestleMania. Um, can't remember. How, I can't remember the reign though, but I do remember there was always that thing of like Big Show always lost at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um. Oh, okay. So he won it at WrestleMania 28 in Miami against Cody. It was a very clean win, I remember that. He lost it in a tables match three weeks later. Oh. Uh, um, Extreme Rules, um, which doesn't make sense. Why does um, Wikipedia say this was only three weeks? It was four weeks. Anyway. He's one of them people, though, that didn't didn't really ever need a, a title to... Yeah, I think just, over. they did it because it was in that period where they were obsessed with giving people WrestleMania moments. Mm. Um, and I guess this was one, the big show either win, really. I don't feel like I, I, I still don't remember it as a WrestleMania moment, really, for the big show. Like, I feel like he's done other stuff. I know he always lost at WrestleMania, but like, I think you remember him off like his big sumo match and he is, you know, fought for the WWE Championship twice. Yeah. I think the biggest thing I remember from him is getting FU'd by Cena. When Edge was there as well, he had like two of them on his back. Yes. Uh, at once. Um, but I don't necessarily remember his his famous title win. But I guess with it being at WrestleMania, does that kind of keep him out of the sea? <laughs> but in the sea better. Yeah, I would I would agree with that. Yeah. He's only got a, a free week one, but I, I maybe he put over Cody as well. Which was the I no Cody lost it. <laughs> Cody lost it a few weeks later <laughs> after it. But um, so I can't see the benefit of it other than giving him the uh, 
giving him the win. But we'll, we'll give him a C medic because I just can't bring myself to put Big Show on the bottom tier of, of anything. Um, frankly. Mm. Um, but up next, someone who I, I, I could quite see put on the bottom. It's the ass man himself. Billy Gunn. Now, I completely forgot this had happened. Completely. Was this when they was trying to push him into the main event? I believe this was in the, the era of the one Billy Gunn. Oh, the worst one. Yeah, so he beat uh, Eddie Guerrero on SmackDown. Mm-hmm. He then lost it to Chris Benoit uh, at Armageddon uh, 19 days later. Ah, uh, that sounds... And, and that was it. Yeah, that was it. I don't believe he's won it again unless he won it in the Billion Shook era. Uh, yeah. I don't believe he did. No, that was, that was his one. Is one account of Championship Get in the sea. I think he needs to get in the sea, then he Billy Gunn. Yeah. The um the one Billy Gunn was quite the gimmick though. I think I mentioned it before on here, but there's that Twitter account where it just puts his theme tune above like across like sitcoms. Um because it was it was of that ilk. Um but that was his kind of his one <laughs> no pun intended, one contribution <laughs> to wrestling during that time. Mm. Um, but yeah, it doesn't seem like a big a big one at all. I don't think I remember it. It was three weeks long, less than three weeks long. So, in the sea. Uh, up next, then, um, bit of a different one. Bobby Lashley. Well, he's got to be up there, Ronnie. It's got to be up there. I believe he's only won this one on his return. Yeah. Okay. So he first won it in a triple threat match. Be um, but yeah, I did not remember these two clashing at all. He won it in 2019. Um, in a triple threat match with Seth Rollins and current champion Dean Ambrose. My timeline is way off. I do. I thought yeah. he'd kind of joined after Ambrose had left. Um, and then he won it again in March the fall of the same year. Um, beating. So he lost it to. He lost it to Finn Balor because Bobby Lashley was tagged with Leo Rush and Leo Rush got pinned in a handicap match. Then he beat. Uh, Finn Balor for it. Uh, had another 27 title, 27 day title run, and then lost it to Finn Balor again at WrestleMania 35. I do remember that match because it was a demon mm. and it lasted about four minutes. Um, and I, that's it for Bobby Lashley. I thought he'd done a lot more when he had the Continental Championship. Yeah, I, I, I'm thinking it must be the US title. Yeah, he's definitely, he was quite role. dominant with the US title because he had that when he was on SmackDown originally, didn't he, in like 2006, 2007, or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah, I could have sworn again another one like Big E. I could have sworn he was like a, a four or five time Intercontinental Championship mm. Championship winner. But based on that, I don't I don't know what to do with him. I'm I feel like he needs to go in. Go ahead. Terry Peters six point five. Yeah, I think so. Pretty happy. He's won it twice. So you got to give him that. And he's won it. No, he lost it at WrestleMania. But I think the manner of you know him him winning it in a in a triple threat match against two members of the Shield that's mm. quite a big deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a bit of a bit of a weird one, Bobby Lashley. But yeah, six point five. Like, who is this fella? That's fucking Booker T, isn't it? Booker T, right? Okay. Hopefully, I think we may be going up the card here uh, with this one. Now, Booker T has got a storied history um, with this championship. Not like I remember any of it, so I'm gonna have a look. So he beat Christian for it. Um. Just after it had been reactivated, so it was reactivated. Christian won the battle royal to reactivate it, and then Booker T beat Christian for it. 
cat out. Is that his only win? He was more t- main title, wasn't he? That was it, yeah. And then he was King Booker. Again, another one. I'm getting... This episode is just me being surprised that people shot in the Colonel Championship runs. Well, I don't think we can put him very high for this. Can we? He held it for 34 days. He lost it back to Christian. And he lost it, interestingly, at a house show. Oh. So That's he won it on Raw. And he lost it at a house show, yeah. It annoys me when they um, do title changes at house shows. Yeah, I know they normally do it at Madison Square Garden, don't they? It's like a tradition thing. But this one was in, I'm going to butcher this pronunciation, Des Moines, Des Moines, Iowa. Um, But yeah, that was it. So a month-long title at any of the house show. Um, I don't think I can bring myself to put Booker T in the sea. No, I think he's going to go and see better. Yeah. Because again... I think the Buckman obviously listens is a big is a big fan of wrestling around. <laughs> yeah, we can't be putting him in the sea. No. Um there he goes. See, but disappointing for Booker T. I thought, you know, I said story history with the title. It doesn't at all. <laughs> Actually, so ignore me, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um But there we go then. Uh he's been in the news recently, he's just come back to the WWE. Big uh Brun Streaman, Braun Strowman. Um Again, he won this one. When was it he won this one? It was quite late on, wasn't it? It was way past the point of needing the championship run. I think they just did they not just put this on him after he'd been in the main event picture, just to get him out of the main event picture for a while. Yeah, he won it um January thirty first, two thousand twenty. And on SmackDown in Tulsa, Oklahoma, he beat Shinsuke Nakamura. A respectable win. Yeah, and then he lost it. Um, a elimination chamber 2020 to Sami Zayn in a three-on-one handicap match when Zayn pinned him to win the title. I do remember that. I do remember uh, watching yeah. that match. I think we covered it on the show actually at one point. That's that that elimination chamber. Um, and that was it. So again, big big wrestler, but not a big, not a big title run. Thirty-seven days. Uh, and he loses it in a handicap match. Uh, he's going to have to go in a uh, scene better, I think. Yeah, can we? Can we? Can we? Should we put Braun Strowman in the sea? Oh, in the, yeah, potentially. I think you know. I, I like Strowman overall. Thinking he's had more out of his uh, his world title run. But I, I feel like for for the purpose of this list, integrity wise, he's got to go in the sea. I think. Let's go. Let's put him in the sea. Considering we just uh, saved Booker from the sea, one probably should have gone in. We'll have to uh, I mean, sacrifice uh, Big Brown. One thing I will say is, if we were talking about um, tag team title runs, um, he <laughs> would be in Franklin Five Stars. Oh yeah, him and him and Nicholas, a legendary yeah. tag team. Which I hope Nick- one day they do that. They, they do, even if Nicholas doesn't become um, a wrestler, I hope they they actually just do a rematch at some point or something like that, or just bring him back in for a skit, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I was, you know, I was there in a the building for that. I don't want to brag. You know, I've seen three five star matches live now. But my God, when Braun Strowman and Nicholas <laughs> won the tag team championships, we didn't see anything like it. Fantastic stuff. Um, right. Okay. Now I'm going to say we're definitely going up the card here. Um, Brett, the Hitman Hat. Um, we should probably talk around for a bit, but I think you know fairly obvious where he's going. 
No, it's the most overrated wrestler of all time. Oh, gosh, you fucking hate him, don't you? So maybe it's not. Um, <laughs> maybe it's not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have him landing um, at 6.5. No, in, in all honesty, for me, great mid-card champion. Piss poor main title champion. Yeah, yeah I, I can see that. He hasn't, he hasn't got enough charisma for me to be to be the, the number one. Yeah, no, I know it's a business job, isn't it? Um, and I think sometimes uh, Brett's uh, he's he's an odd one. He would obviously be a lot better now. I think. Can you imagine Brett Hart in NXT? <laughs> Prime Brett Hart in NXT. Yeah. But let's have a look at his Intercontinental Championship run. So he won his first title um, against Mister Perfect at SummerSlam 1991, which was in Madison Square Garden. He then lost it 144 days later to the Mountie Hausher in Springfield, Massachusetts, which doesn't make a lot of sense at all. Uh, but it did set off the uh, the Mountie's famous two day run as champion. He then won it back against Roddy Piper at WrestleMania eight um, and held it for another 146 days, and then he lost it to the British Bulldog at SummerSlam, which I'm sure we'll get onto. But uh, obviously, one of the greatest matches of all time. Mm. Um. That was it. That was it after that. Um, well, it's a re- respectable um, time held. Yes, yeah, two. Yeah, two long wins. Two long. Um, two long reigns. You know, he's won it. At, um, he's won it once in Madison Square Garden. He's won it once at WrestleMania. So he's won it on big stages. Yeah, um, and he did lose it in the greatest one of the greatest matches of all time. So I'm gonna. Say, obviously, I need to get your permission because it bears your name. But I think maybe is Franklin Five Stars. I think you're right. I think if we was talking about WWE main event title picture, I'd be saying yeah. absolutely not. Um, I can't believe we haven't done that to list. Yeah, actually, I can't believe we started with the Intercontinental Championship. We've got to build our way up. Yeah, like Eddie Wrestler would. Um, but Franklin Five Stars, it is. Yeah, I think he put it on the map, didn't he? Like, obviously, yeah. um, it was that famous match. But you know, when you look back at like video packages of classic Intercontinental you know, kind of champ, kind of champions, he's always on there, isn't he? Mm. There's he one is. that I always kind of they always say like he inspired me to want this championship. Yep. Um, and then up next, then obviously is his opponent, um, the British Bulldog, um, who obviously won it in say as we said, the, one of the greatest. Um, Matches of all time, SummerSlam 1992 at Wembley Stadium. Um, and then he lost it to Shawn Michaels on Saturday night's main event two and two days later. Um, I feel like that might have been it, you know, unless he won it very late on in his career as well. He's one of the, he's one of the greatest of all time, though, isn't he? He is. He only won it once. Sometimes that's but... enough, though. Is is I think given he had a, a lengthy title in with it, lost mm. it to Shawn Michaels, no sure, shame in that. And he did win it in one of the most famous matches. You know, we've just been to an yeah. event celebrating it 30 years after it happened. How many times yeah. has that happened? Yeah. So I think he's got to join his uh brother in law. Brother in law, is that related these two? Yeah. Um in the Franklin Five Stars. I would agree. I would agree. Let's uh let's get him up there. Oh, we're 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 hitting our stride now with these Franklin five stars, but maybe not quite yet. Up next is uh he spits in the face of people who don't like to be cool. It's uh it's Carlita. 
this guy, I'm I'm just going to go straight off the bat now. Solid mid card champion. I think so too. Um, this guy, I loved him. Obviously, in our teenage years, watching this guy, just loved him. Yeah, he feels um, like a quintessential mid card champion, doesn't he? Yeah. Like, I know a lot of people talk about being in the main event slot, but I've never really seen him in that light. I've no. only ever seen him as kind of a a mid cadder. He won the, the the championship on his first night in Royal in 2005 after the draft, uh, beating Shelton Benjamin. Held it for three months before losing to uh, another Ric Flair. Respectable. Yeah. And then did he not win it again? Again, just more of me being surprised that people didn't win it as much as I thought. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> I think he... Again, but he challenged for a lot more, didn't he? Yeah, and I think he was in the US title picture quite a bit as well. Yeah. Um, I got so, I mean, I, I got so excited. Was it the Rumble he returned to? Yes. I got so excited, and I yeah, was really I hoping... He, he had a match on Raw the next night as well, didn't he? Just really teasing us into thinking yeah. he was coming back full-time. I really hope at some point they bring him back for another run. Yeah, he looks like... I know he had a bad attitude at the time, and I think that's why they let him go. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd like to see him in like a he's 43 and you know as the old saying goes Bobby Lashley's 46 now yeah. so it's not beyond the realms of possibilities like it used to be um, that he could come back in for like a even if it's not full time on like another like a month or so yeah um, maybe even after the next rumble but I think even though he's only had one title reign he's a quintessential in the Cardinal champion is what it's all about yeah kind of using, using it as a stepping stone I'm trying to. So that's going to make him a, a solid it, mid-card champion. He's everything you want from a mid-card champion, in my eyes. Yeah. He had a great gimmick. He was over with the fans. Agreed, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he had some good matches. Like, I do remember him being in the scene a lot, even if he didn't win the, the championship a lot. He was definitely around um, mm. in those times. Right, here we go then. Um, with the guy who I believe, off memory, has won the championship, the Intercontinental Championship the most. Of anyone, yes. uh, Chris Jericho, um, the so greatest of all time. I, I think, I think he is. I think he's one of the greatest in the Connell, well, probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time, mm. uh, but definitely one of the greatest in the Connell champions of all time. Let's go through his um, his reigns then. So he won it for the first time on my ninth birthday, December twelfth, nine ninety nine. Sure, that's what everyone was thinking. Um, his reign then ended twenty two days later. Or did it? Um, on Raw from Miami, Florida in January 3rd. Um, he had a double pinfall uh, in a match against China uh, and they were both declared the champion. He then won it for the... Um, apparently WWE recognises this period as a, as a vacancy, though not an official win. But they held it with China for 20 days. Then he won it back um, for himself, defeating China and Hardcore Holly in a triple threat match at the Royal Rumble. 2000s to become the undisputed champion. Uh, he then lost it to Kurt Angle on No Way Out in the year 2000. Won it back May 2nd, being Chris Benoit. Uh, that reign lasted just under a week uh, before he lost it back to Chris Benoit. And then he won it again, being Chris Benoit in that famous ladder match um, at Royal Rumble 2001 at a 72. Uh, day around before losing it to Triple H, that was the whole two man power trip, which I completely forgot about. Um, here we go. And then I think obviously, when he had his spell away from the company or in the main event scene, no, in the main event scene, because he then won it back, uh, beating Rob Van Dam on Raw, held it for two, held it for two weeks, 
and I lost it to Kane um, on Raw again. Uh, then the title was deactivated. He then beat Rob Van Dam for it in October 2003 um, and then lost it the same day back to Rob Van Dam, uh, but in a, steel, in a steel cage match. I'll show what happened there. That looks like an interesting episode of Raw. Mm. Uh, he then won the vacant title beating Christian in a ladder match after Edge vacated it due to injury. Um, and he held it for 37 days before losing it to Shelton Benjamin. Uh, he then won it back in 2008 um, beating Jeff Hardy on Raw match 10th. I remember that one because I think Jeff Hardy had been arrested for something or been suspended for something uh, so they gave Jericho a last minute. Right. That was reign number eight. Um, he then went again for the ninth time, beating Rey Mysterio in June 2009 um, in Noel's bad match. Uh, held it for three weeks before losing it back to Rey Mysterio. Um, and I believe that was his last WWE Intercontinental Championship run. Uh, but obviously he had the Intercontinental Championship run in New Japan as well. After that. But I mean, on title reign numbers alone, Potentially Franklin the greatest stars, of all time. Franklin five stars. I think when we sort these lists out at the end, he's going to be very, very close to the top, if not the top yeah. one. Um, yeah. one of, In my top three of all time, Chris Jericho. Yeah, and I think definitely when you, when you take this into um, into consideration as well. But potentially mm-hmm. rivaled by this next fella, Christian. Yeah. Uh, his name came up a lot. That's uh, yeah, what a lot of title reigns there as well. <laughs> Um, and Christian also was the guy who reactivated the championship. Uh, mm. He won it in the Battle Royal to um, to reactivate the championship after it had been unified. I mean, alongside Chris Jericho, probably two of the greatest guys on a mic. Yeah, Christian's like very... I don't want to say on the rig because I feel like everyone knows how great he is, but like I don't think he had the championship accomplishments of what he should have had. Um and I think he's also lived in Edgy Shadow. I think he's very yes. unlucky that he was um, his his like childhood friend and was one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yeah. <laughs> of all time. I mean, I, I'm quite glad in a way that he didn't sign with WWE on when Edge most recently did, and he went to AEW. So being able to see the heel side of him, yeah, seen a bit more. Would have, yeah, we would have probably seen that in in. Yeah. Really. I mean, I'm, quite... I'm disappointed about is just the lack of Edge and Christian reunion. Yeah. One more title run. Yeah. Just, or just even one more match. I think we might get one more match, possibly, um, yeah. with them as a tag team. But maybe in a, in a few years' time. But it'll both be in the 50s by that point, I think. Uh, but Christian yeah. is a four time champion for the okay. Intercontinental Championship. Um, he has won it. I think I've just read a lot of them out, actually, because he's very closely related to Booker T and. and Chris Jericho on his time. Yeah. Um, here we go. I think he won it a lot later than we thought, though, because I'm in 2001, can't find him yet. So he won it for the first time, beating Edge um, in an Unforgiven 2001. Uh, so that was when he was part of the Alliance, if you remember that. That was weird. Yeah. Um, they lost it to Edge four weeks later at No Mercy. Um, then he was out of the title picture for a while. I think this is while he was in the Un-Americans. Let's say, yeah, he reactivated the championship. So it was it was Stone Cold reactivated in a battle royal after Triple H had, had unified it with the world everywhere. Um, and then, yeah, he won the battle royal, held it for 50 days before losing it to Booker T. 
Uh, at least Fairway and started at house show that I mentioned earlier, beating Booker T. Held it for another 50 days um, before losing to Rob Van Dam on Raw. And then he had one more title, apparently, but I can't find it. So, <laughs> so that was that. Oh, bloody hell, it was all the way in 2012. Wow. He, he beat Cody Rhodes. Um, held it for 64 days before losing it to The Miz on Raw 1000. I do remember as well his last match in WWE before he retired the first time. Um, it was a, I think it was a number one contendership for the Intercontinental Championship when Big E was the champion. And then when he came back after injury, Big E was the champion again, but we never got the match. <laughs> uh, like 10 years later, whatever it was. But yeah, so where do we put Christian? I would I would say solid mid-card champion. Yeah, I think so. I think he didn't have the... Again, he's one of those people I remember having like more reigns or more prominent reigns with it. Yeah. Um, but I think when we when we get to rearrange it, he'll be at the top of the solid mid-card champions. I would agree. Um, but yeah, just an, just an entertaining wrestler. More than anything, really. Uh, well, obviously, when we do the greatest ECW champions of all time, he'll be uh, the number one. For me. Um, up next, then, uh, the only woman on the list, I believe. Yep. No, that's Greg Lehammer all time. Yep. The only woman on the, on this list is uh, is China. What do we think of uh, China's run as the Intercontinental Champion? Oh, it was all just very messy, wasn't it? From what I remember. Yeah. So, as I say, she won it kind of jointly uh, with Chris Jericho, but I never counted. Um, she first won it beating Jeff Jarrett in that infamous good good housekeeping match where Jeff Jarrett allegedly held up Vince uh, wanting more money before he agreed to drop it at No Mercy 1999. She shared it um, with Jericho and then she won it again SummerSlam beating Val Venus um, in a mixed tag match um, and she pinned Trish Stratus to win the championship. Right. Um, even though Valvinus was the champion, and she lost it to Eddie Guerrero uh, eight days later in a triple threat match. Um, I, 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 und- I understand. Yeah, I understand why they put her into the Intercontinental Title picture because there was really no women for us to, to, to challenge her. Yeah, no, um, that was it. And apparently, at one point, they were very strongly considering putting the, the World Championship on her. Thank God they didn't. Yeah, it would have been. It would have been trailblazing, but she wasn't a very good wrestler, was she? I mean, that's my issue yeah. with China. Is that historically she should be Franklin Five Stars? Yeah, but in ring, she wasn't very good. Well, Chris Jericho <laughs> said it's one of the worst people he's had to work with in the ring because she, yeah. she, she was so wooden. Yeah, like she, she looked. She had the gr- a great look, but just no ability whatsoever. Yeah, same as it was trailblazing, but it's, it's difficult because she wasn't very good. Um. Six point five harsh, or do you think that's where she should? Uh, she should. Ah, land? I think you you hit the nail on the head there. Six point five, yeah. I wanted to put her in solid mid card champion, but I just don't remember. I can't remember a good China match, and that's uh, potentially an issue. Uh, up next, we've not heard from this guy for a long time. Don't think he's been up too much recently. Uh, CM Punk, <laughs> right? So, um. This is going to be a weird one. I'm going to burn down the hatches for this one because he's got a lot of uh, very passionate fans, shall we say, online. CM Punk. Uh, he beat our boy, uh, William Regal, 
on Raw, nutty Q match for his first uh, championship run. With this championship, um, was that his only championship run? It was. So he beat Regal, uh, held the title for seven weeks before losing to JBL. Hmm. Um, CM Punk is in that kind of championship. What's your thoughts? I don't remember it. No, neither do I. Um, I mean, I, I first I remember of um, CM Punk was really ECW. Yeah, so I think after this, at this point when he'd won the Intercontinental Championship, he'd already won the world title, I think, because he won the world title his first night in Raw, cashing in money in the bank. And obviously he'd already been ECW champion a couple of times by that point. So I feel like this was almost like a step down for him. Uh, he didn't do a lot with it and lost to JBL seven weeks later. Um, but he did beat William Eagle, one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Um, but I think he might, we might have seen better, you know. I think uh, I, 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 I've seen, yeah, definitely seen better. You know, if we're putting AJ Styles in there, uh, or, or do we just really light the internet on fire and, and sounds again to see? Well, his last two title reigns, um, need to get in the sea, yeah. So, um, I would have been first to saying that he can also get in the sea here. Yeah, fuck it. Let's put him in the sea uh, and we'll let the, the angry and their fans uh, come at us. Come at us because he's in the sea. Uh, CM Punk. Uh, and then again, obviously, speaking of internet darlings, it's two in a row. Uh, Cody Rhodes. I liked Cody Rhodes as Intercontinental title. This um, champion. This is when he uh, used to have the mask on his face, wasn't it? Or, yeah, was he had the mask on. He brought back the the classic design. Mm-hmm. And I think he really... A lot of people now, when they say, oh, we want to bring back the, the prestige of the Intercontinental Championship, a lot of it came from Cody Rhodes. Yeah. Um, and just kind of his promos, and he made it feel like a big deal. Yeah. Brought back the, the, the Heritage Championship style. And he probably for like the early 2010s, I would say. Mm-hmm. was kind of like, you know, you have like defining champions that kind of like, Comes off a few people and that goes back on him, but when you look at it, um, I think he was one of those people who held it for a while. Um, this is where we, we see that he didn't. Um, so he held it for 236 days the first time. He beat Ezekiel Jackson um, for the championship on SmackDown. Held it for 236 days all the way till WrestleMania 28 before losing it to the Big Show. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he beat the Big Show in a, in a tables match at Extreme Rules and held it for and a fair three weeks before losing it to Christian. And surprisingly, that's it. But he did but a lot is, for it, didn't he? He did a lot for it, and there is a really long reign in there. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and, and I feel like people now, when they look at mid-card champions, they kind of expect to get the Cody treatment, because he went from being the third member of Legacy, because it's hard to believe that we all thought Ted DiBiase would be a bigger star than him. Um, when legacy happened, but we all did. Um, and I think this really solidified him with actually this guy could be a main event player. Um, and he probably solidified it for him as well. Mm. And then when it, when it didn't happen, he obviously went to AEW and the, well, he went to the Indies and AEW and the rest is history. Um, but yeah, I, I think is he a solid mid card champion or is he a Franklin five stars because he's in that top two for me, he's I, definitely I, above 6.5. I think for me, he's kind of in between. And he did yeah. a lot for it. He brought prestige back to the title, which hadn't been seen for a, a couple of years. Um, 
obviously bought back the best belt design. Is he is he Frank and Five Stars? Just bringing bring back that belt design. I think he might be. I think he might be on the lower end of it. Yeah, and a, and a long reign, just to solidify it. Yeah. I mean, he, I mean, this is one of the talks that we had on one of the previous shows when we when he made his WrestleMania return. I can't. It might be me. I can't remember who said it. Um, but we said put the Intercontinental title back on him because it'll add prestige back to that title. Yeah. It's a, it's a different story now because he's injured and they put the title on Gunter. Gunter's doing a very good job of it. Um, but yeah, just it's kind of different. People way, just, just adds prestige. He's a big yeah, star, isn't he? I think so. I think you know, sometimes you talk about the bell elevating the wrestler or the wrestler elevating the bell. I think in this period, they, they elevate each other. Mm. Like the Intercontinental Championship felt like a bigger deal than so did Cardi. Yeah, so I think, and let's be honest, I'm a filthy mark and I probably wouldn't be saying this a year ago, but here we are. <laughs> I think we give him Franklin five stars. Yeah, do it. I think we uh, we do it. Um, and if you're worried about the uh, the Franklin five stars getting too full. Well, don't worry, because Curtis Axel's are next. Um, what do we think? Get in the sea. Okay, so I don't ever remember it. I do remember that weird push he had as a, as a Paul Heyman guy, um, which for, for, is forever kind of like ruined the allure of uh, Paul Heyman for me. Because I, I feel like, you know, when he always got put, put someone with Paul Heyman, he'll, he can get anyone out of there. Uh, Curtis but, Axel very much proves that that is not the case. Yeah. Um, when did he win it? He won it. Beat Wade Barrett for it in a triple threat match involving the Miz at Payback 2013. He lost it to Big E. 155 days later. Wow. And that was it. Um, Was not expecting a title run as long as that. Obviously, the. Neither was I, but I I don't think he did anything with it. Yeah, I was just going to say, was the title down in the pits whilst he was. Yeah, I think there were. There was that period, wasn't it, where they were really trying to push him or something? Because I remember him like beating Triple H by stoppage one time. Um, I think it was on a raw. But at the same time, I think because he's got all that, he got he got that big run. Didn't do anything with it. Um the C. Yeah. For me. Yeah, getting the C. Okay, it's Axel. Uh up next then, we've been talking about him a lot on the news recently. Oh my god, we've got a lot to go through. Um, up next is Daniel Bryan. Oh, he's got to be up there, hasn't he? One year WrestleMania in a ladder yeah. match, which was kind of like a mate good on him not main event in that year's WrestleMania, from what I remember. Uh, beat Bad, Bad News Barrett in a seven way ladder match. Uh, then he vacated it on Raw due to injury. Um, and that was the last we saw of Daniel Bryan and the Intercontinental Championship run. Really? I, I thought yeah. he'd won it a couple of times. That was that was it. Oh, yeah. maybe, maybe it's not that. Maybe it's just a solid 6.5 for the WrestleMania moment. Yeah, I think, yeah. I, I think the same. Like, he won it at WrestleMania. And I think the idea was he was going to kind of defend that more on SmackDown and make it like SmackDown's main title. Right. Well, that was his idea, at least. And yeah, obviously, he got injured. Um, and I think he had to retire after that. So I think he retired the first time around as the Intercontinental Champion. I don't think he wrestled again um, after this run. So for that, you got to give him something. But I think it's just a 6.5 for the, yeah. for the, for the Intercontinental Championship run, yeah. Mm. Disappointing. 
could have been better if he hadn't got injured. But yeah, yeah. it could have been a definite Franklin five stars, but I think because of the uh, the injuries getting in the way, we didn't really see the full potential of a. Uh, of Daniel Bryan winning the Carroll Championship, which is a shame, really, because he seems like the sort of wrestler who'd really, really run with it. Um, up next, then, uh, we've got the man he's facing uh, tonight, as this goes out, on uh, on Grand Slam for the AW Championship. Uh, John Moxley, or as he was known in the WWE, Dean Ambrose. Um, he was just a solid mid-card champion, wasn't he, in, um, in WWE? Yeah, so he beat... Kevin Owens for a TLC, but it wasn't a TLC match. Um, and held it for 64 days before losing to Kevin Owens in a fatal five-way match. I think, did they have that awesome last man standing match or, or rumble in between that? I seem to remember that. And then he won it again. Oh, I've missed, I've missed the ring. I've missed the ring. He then beat the Miz for it um, and held it for 152 days this time. Before losing it back to the Miz, um, and then he held it again, beating Seth Rollins for it and holding it for a month before losing it to Bobby Lashley. Which again, my timeline is all over the place with that one. Uh, so three-time mm-hmm. champion, uh, he had a really, really long US title as well, didn't he? Yes. Um, it's what I remember him for. It to be honest is yeah, because I think he won all these after the after the Shield, yeah. So, have we got a solid mid-card champion? I think we have. Yeah, let's go with that one. Uh, up next, then, uh, is one of our ridiculous uh, runs of all time. It's Dean Douglas. Oh, uh, get in the sea. Shane Douglas. I mean, this is in the sea. I mean, did he like, get given the belt and then lose it immediately? I'm not too sure on that. But I don't like him anyway. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going in the sea, but I'm just going to Google what, what exactly happened with this. But it was... Uh, it was not good. Yeah, so it was in your house for the Great White North. He won the title due to forfeit because Shawn Michaels got attacked, legitimately got attacked outside of a, a nightclub. Um, and he lost it the same night to, to Reza Roman. And that was it. So if anyone was going to get in the sea ever. Yeah. Uh, it's him right there. Uh, is this Diesel? Yeah, it is. I, I completely forgot this happened. Uh, but he beat Razor Ramon on Superstars. Held it for 138 days before losing it back to Razor Ramon at SummerSlam of 1994. Hmm. So I guess this was the he was the mid card champion in the, the lowest period. Yeah, but history. Is this not in the the time in in the PWI? He was named number one newcomer. Let's have a look. Possibly 94. Makes sense. He, uh, oh, so in, in a way, the, the the belt would have elevated him. He won most improved wrestler in nineteen ninety four. Yeah. Oh, okay. I knew it was PWI something yeah. for that year. So he won wrestler the year the year after. Fucking hell. Um. Yeah, and he also became number came number one in the uh, PWI five hundred. Interesting. Um. Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. Solid 6.5 for me. Yeah, I think so. I've not done a lot with it. We'll give him, we'll give him a 6.5 to be generous. Uh, and then he, the show is, uh, is Kevin Nash. And obviously went across to WCW and just became lazy. Yeah. But I think I probably would in the same instance. You'd oh, yeah, with the money he was making for the work he was doing. 
Um, you can't do anything else, can you? Up next, then, uh, Dilo Brown. Now, this guy, I think, Franklin was in the Carnival Championship. Yeah, he was in the Carnival Champion when I started watching. Um, and he became the first Euro Carnival Champion because he held the European Championship at the same time, being mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett. Um, held it for 28 days. And uh, <laughs> you're not going to believe this, but that was it. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Uh... I think we've seen better. Yeah, I think we've seen better, which is... Uh, uh, I thought it'd be a lot higher than that. He held it for 26 days, lost it to Jeff... Beat Jeff Jarrett, lost it to Jeff Jarrett. Uh, but he was the Eurocon Al champion, so we'll give him we'll give him seen better Yeah, due to that. And uh, fucking hell, here we go. Up next, then. Lou's favourite wrestler. Oh, fucking hell, speaking of favourite wrestlers, I ain't got Bob out tonight, have I? That's Bob. No. Fucking hell, right now, don't know where he is. Uh, Dolph fucking Ziggler, then, right? Here we go. Um, obviously, my immediate thought is getting to see. Um, but I feel like, and I'm gonna be wrong because I've been wrong all night when I've said this, I feel like he has a storied history with the belt. I think he does. I think we're gonna end up putting him in solid mid card champion. So, his first reign was 160 days, beat Kofi Kingston, lost to Kofi Kingston. There's a lot of people who beat and then lose to the same person. Um, then beat the Miz and held it for 56 days before losing it to Luke Harper. Then beat Luke Harper in a ladder match and then lost it to Bad News Barrett. Um, thanks to Kane changing it to a two out of three falls match. Um, then then beat the Miz in a title versus career match, which I think takes him up there, doesn't it? Because that was a very good mm-hmm. match. That was when Dolph Ziggler was bearable. Uh, and two years later, beat Seth Rollins. Do not remember that, man. Um, then lost it to Seth Rollins. Obviously, that makes sense. It keeps happening a lot. Um, I think he's a solid mid-card champion. Isn't he? I hate to say it, because yeah. I, yeah. I want to bury the guy. Um, but I believe I think... he is a solid mid-card champion. And he has most recently had a great run with the NXT championship as well. Yeah, he's he's all he's all right. Bless him. Can't stand the guy. I think he sucks. Um but also he's all right. I'll be grudgingly respect uh Dolph Ziggler. Now this next one's a weird one. Because I, you know, looking at the picture first, I was like, who's that? And he's definitely not the wrestler he is today. Uh it's the chosen one, Drew McIntyre. Mm. Now, this is a weird one. He held the belt for 161 days. Um, defeating... Who did he defeat? Um, John Morrison, I think, but it all went a bit weird. Yeah, oh, and then he was, he was stripped of the title. Teddy Long set up a tournament to declare a new champion. Kofi Kingston was declared that new champion, but then Vince McMahon was like, nah, just keep it with Drew. Uh, but then he eventually lost to Coffee a few days later. 161 days he held the title for. It's very respectable. Very yeah. respectable amount of time. And that was it. I do remember him taking the title to WrestleMania, but he was in the Million in the Bank match. He didn't defend it there. Right. I, I think Big Daddy Drew is only a, a 6.5 at this point. Yeah. I know obviously he becomes to be one of the greatest British wrestlers of all time, but for his intercontinental efforts, yeah. I think... Um, you know, he had, he had the title of WrestleMania season and didn't defend it. Maxing down a bit, I think. So, 
Mm. 6.5, I think. Yeah. Onyx is one of the, uh, the greatest wrestlers of all time, but is he one of the greatest Intercontinental champions of all time? It's uh, Eddie Guerrero. I don't recall much of him in the Intercontinental title picture. Obviously, remember his big WWE win. Um, yeah, I remember him in like the, Euro- the with the Euro- European title. Yeah, so he first won it in a triple threat match against uh, Kurt Angle and the current champion China on Raw. Then he lost it to Billy Gunn. He was that guy who lost it to Billy Gunn. 78 days later on SmackDown. And then he won it again at Backlash, beating, beating Rob Van Dam 2001. And then my page just refreshed, and that was the end of it. Oh, no, 2002, that was a beat Rob Van Dam. Okay. And then that was it. Oh, I think we've got him a solid 6.5. I think so, yeah. I think he was one of those guys. I know he obviously had his famous WWE title run, but he didn't really need the championship, did he? He was kind of getting there on his charisma. Really. That's why he was popular, really. Yeah. No, he's, he's in ring. So, yeah, we've got a 6.5 for Eddie, which feels harsh, but it is in the Cornell Championship reigns only that we're looking at here. Um, I know next, then, he's the, I think, statistically most decorated wrestler WWE wrestler, at least, of all time. Uh, and my personal favourite, which I won't let pass me, uh, Edge. Mm. So his first title reign was really weird. Um, he won a house show in Toronto on a Sunday night, and I lost it the next night. No, no, Saturday night, and I lost it the next night on Fully Loaded. Um, I read about this in his book. He won it by accident <laughs> the first time. The... The referee, I think they, no, the referee counted and he was meant to win. And they were meant to do something like, oh, he can't change hands because it's like a house show or something. But then the crowd got that angry um, that he just thought, fuck it, we'll just give him the title. And then um, he can lose it back the next night. He can, so he he got that rain almost back and it was in his hometown, Toronto. Um, so that was his first rain. He then won the championship again, beating Lance Storm, SummerSlam 2001. Or lose it to Christian uh, 35 days later. Then beat Christian for it. Um, and then he lost it to Test. And then won it back from Test. Unified at this point with the WCW United States Championship. Uh, before losing it to William Regal in, two, in Royal Rumble 2002. That was a great feud. I don't, I didn't really see a lot of that here, actually. Very good feud with him and Regal. Yeah. And then he won it again in 2004 at Vengeance and I think this was the main event at the time against Randy Orton or it wasn't, if it wasn't the main event it was a really long match it was a really long match it was 26 minutes which for the time um, was a really long mid-card match um, and that was it for the Intercontinental Championship after that obviously moved into the main event scene and, mm. and never left it but where do we put Edge I would say solid mid-card champion because it's elevated him to, to new heights going into the the main event. I think so. When you look at the people on the, as much as I'm biased, as you look at the people on the Franklin Five Stars, I don't think you can say he's enough with the IC Championship. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, we've got to put him in a solid mid card tier. Um, up next, then, uh, Big Zeke, not the uh, the current Ezekiel, the old Ezekiel, Ezekiel Jackson. Yeah. Uh, do you do you remember this? <laughs> not really. Remember this happening? I think he won it during the break with the car. Yeah, that is right. Um, beat Wade Barrett with a capital punishment, if you remember that, pay-per-view. And lost it to Cody Rhodes uh, 51 days later. And that was it. Ah, uh, seen better. Yeah, I think we've, we've seen better. We I mean, didn't really do a lot for him, did he? He didn't really kind of press ahead from there, really. I think it was really big plans because he was the last ECW champion as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, he didn't do a lot of it, did he? So uh, not much to say about Ezekiel there. Uh, up next, then, we've got uh, Finn Bella. He's done a fair bit with the, the title, hasn't he? I believe so. He won it at WrestleMania, his second run. His first run, uh, he, yeah, he, he pinned Leo Rush to win it from Bobby Lashley. But yeah, then he won it at WrestleMania and then lost it on the Extreme Rules kickoff show to Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, 98 days later, so nearly 100 days. I think he's got 100 days combined with the championship. Um, and that was it. Oh. Finn Balor. A lot of people were surprised by it. I thought we won it multiple times. But um, I think he creeps up into the 6.5 because he won it at WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd agree I feel with like that. It's a, it's a big deal. Um, and he beat like I do remember that match because he came out as a demon and won it in about two minutes, I think. Um, but we'll put him on the 6.5 level. Well, this uh, next guy, straight into Franken five stars. Five stars for the Godfather. Uh, Got to admit, Big Attitude Era fan, obviously. Do not remember this at all in the slightest. Um, I can't even find his reign. It's because it was so good. Here we go. Uh, big gold just threw it on Raw. Uh, held it for 43 days before losing it to Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> that was it. Ah. Yeah. I hate to say it, but I, we've seen better. I, I think, right, and this is harsh on the Godfather, but given he won it on Raw, be a kind of like, eh, coldest. I think he might be in the sea, you know. Ah. What do you think? Am I being, am I being harsh? Maybe maybe top end of getting, getting in the sea. Yeah, I'll put him at the top end then, so I'm not feeling as harsh. But um, yeah, not a great run for, for the Godfather. Um, but the man he beat, uh, Goldust. Mm. Won it a couple of times, but I do know that he defended it against uh, the Ultimate Warrior uh, in what can only be described as one of the worst fucking matches of all time. Um, we watched it on the show before. Um, it was an In Your House. Um, absolutely appalling match. Um, but he did beat Razor Ramon for it at the Royal Rumble 96. This is one guy. It. This is one guy who I, I think should have had a main main title picture run at some point in his career. It's just yeah, you know, he kept kind of getting his own way. I think didn't he a lot of the time. Yeah, I don't think his attitude was that great, and he had quite a few problems along yeah. along his career, and I don't think that helped him. Yeah, interestingly, um, his um his second run, he so really it's really one combiner really because it was vacated, and then the same day, um, he won it back. Right. Although it was a taped episode, actually, so it was two weeks apparently in KFIB. Um, 
But yeah, that was it. Goldust. Oh, I think we've, we've seen better. Ah, and then he won it again, beating Road Dog. Oh, okay. Before he lost it two weeks later to The Godfather. Yeah. Yeah, I think we've seen better. Not a lot to the Goldust run, is he? He did have a gold strap, though, for the championship, which you've got to appreciate. That is wonderful. Yeah. So it makes sense. Uh, his Goldust, gold strap. Up next, then, uh, someone I alluded to earlier, uh, Greg the Hammer Valentine. So he's the, he's the first one on our list, like chronologically. Um, so he beat Tito Santana on Maple Leaf Wrestling. But didn't realize that was a thing. What the hell's Maple Leaf Wrestling? It was a show exclusively aired in Canada. Uh, and then he lost it to on a house show back to Tito Santana. Is that it? And that was it. He did hold it for 285 days. That's a Um, respectable um, length of time then. Yeah, he held it throughout the first WrestleMania. Did he defend it on that? Because I feel like that's what, if you're the first person to defend it on on WrestleMania, you've got to give him something, aren't you, for that? But was he? Oh, he he lost to Junkyard Dog via count-out at WrestleMania 1. No. During during that reign, I hate to say it. Um, what's the first ever Intercontinental Champion? But well, we've seen better. Yeah, we've seen we've seen better. We've seen better than that. I don't know why I actually do the full list because there's only like three people before him. You actually won it before WrestleMania, but there you go. Seen better, right? Here we go. Then the longest reign in champion Intercontinental Champion, I believe. Yeah, the honky tonk man. Franklin, five stars. Yeah, I think he has to be. He won it on Superstars. Held it for 454 days before dropping to the Ultimate Warrior at SummerSlam in 1988. Not a lot to say, is there, really? I think if you're yeah. the, the record holder... You're up there, right? You've, yeah. you've, got, to, you've got to be up there, and you? You've got to be in the uh, in the conversation for greatest one ever, which is weird, because he was like a heat-seeking heel, not a, not a wrestler-type heel, but... Mm. Yeah. We will uh we'll give him that. Right, up next then, uh JBL. I don't really remember much of his Intercontinental title run. I think he only had the one. He beat um CM Punk for it. And he lost it in his retirement match to Rey Mysterio. Right. And I think like, that's the only reason he won it. it. Was just so he could lose that match. Um I think he might be in the sea, you know. I mean, he lost it at WrestleMania in like 20 seconds. Yeah, get in the sea. Yeah, in the sea. For JBL. Um, up next then, Jeff Hardy. Solid mid-card champion. I think so. He's won it a lot. Um, I won't go through all his rounds because he's won it a lot and it was really boring when I did it for the uh, Chris Jericho one. But I will tell you how many times he's won it. And that is six, five, oh, five times. That's, as well. that's still yeah. still impressive. Yeah, solid mid card champion. I think is. Um, I think when he came back, he won it a couple of times, didn't he? Mm. After you know when he came back from TNA, and I think that was good for him to get him back on. And then he obviously he did use it at that point to propel himself to the the main event scene. So, done everything a solid mid card champion would say. Mm. I think that's. Uh, Let's get him there. Uh, up next, then, 
Jeff Jarrett. I'm somewhat of a Jeff Jarrett convert of um, in recent months. Yeah, I'm uh, annoyingly warm into the guy, even though um, I fucking hate his WCW persona. He used that title to propel himself. Yeah. Massively. Um, yeah, he won his I, first one quite early on, 1995. Yeah, I mean, if he hadn't spat his dummy out, I think, with WWE, I think he would have gone into the main event picture at some point with WWF. Um, he yeah. lost the... On his, on his last run with it, he lost the title and didn't he the next night appear on Nitro? Yeah, so this was the one where he basically allegedly held at Vince for extra money, wanted to lose it to China on his last night. Yeah. But I don't know. I think, I think he's in the top two tiers, you know. Yeah, I would, I would say top end of solid mid-card. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's fair. I think he's well known as where if you think of him as a as a champion in WWF, you think of the Intercontinental Champion, don't you? Which you do, yeah. Um, I, I feel like that's what this this list's about, really. Uh, next one, probably someone in a similar vein, maybe uh, Johnny Nitro slash John Morrison. Solid I think he held it more than we think, yeah, because he had that feud with Jeff Hardy where they swapped it like every week. Um. Which kind of, how many times did he win it? Three times he won it. But I'd say a solid, solid mid card. Yeah. I felt like it did him good. He was, should have been up there. Um, never quite made it, did he, unfortunately, but a solid mid card champion, I think. A classic Intercontinental Champion style wrestler, I think. Yeah. Uh, next then uh, is Ken. Not someone I really associate with the, in no. the championship. I mean, I thought everyone remembers his main event run. Yeah. I think this is probably quite forgettable. Yeah, so he is the guy who lost it to Triple H in the unification match. Right. Um, okay. And I think that's probably his biggest kind of thing with the belt. He had it quite early on. He won it in 2001, um, being Triple H for it, but he lost it to Albert. Which is really so. I feel like Ken is kind of almost like you know when we see some people like elevate the belt by holding it. Yeah, I feel like this guy has kind of let the drop the ball twice. Really, not through his own fault, but through his booking. Mm-hmm. Lost it from Triple H. No, won it from Triple H, but lost it to Albert. So he's kind of sent it down the card, sent it packing. Just an interim champion, isn't he? And then the next time he loses it in a unification match, and we don't see it for like a year and a half. Um. um Getting the C key. I think we're, yeah, we've got a game getting the C, which obviously I've wanted to say for a long time. Take your political views, get in the C. Yeah, Ken, get in the C. Um, Ken Shamrock up next, then. He's a guy who should have been bigger than what he, what he was. We say this, I say this all the time. He was a big Ken Shamrock fan. Yeah, a lot of wasted potential in Ken Shamrock. Yeah, that's, that's to be sure. He could have been um, the attitude era Brock Lesnar for me. Yeah. He won the championship in a, in a, in a tournament, defeating X Pack in the final. Then he lost it to Val Venus in that famous match where he shouted, Slap me, Ryan Shamrock. Uh, and that was it. One title win. 124 days. That's respectable. 
Memphis Tom again. Yeah. Is he a 6.5? Yeah, I think he's middle for Diddle, isn't he? Could have done a bit more of it. Didn't really do a lot of it. Given that. And up next is an interesting one. Uh, Kevin Owens. He added some prestige to it, didn't he? I think so, because he had that great feud with uh, Dean Ambrose. Yeah. At the time. Um, They had that really good... uh, in Royal Rumble 2016, on at Rowan and everyone hated it. I feel like he... I know Triple H won it, didn't he? But Rowan was champion at one time then. But I feel like he was like the saving grace of that card, that that match. Yes. The last man standing match. Um, I'd say he's a solid mid-card champion, I think. Yeah, um, agreed. Stays a lot more. I want to see him in the world title picture again. But I think it's only a matter of time, isn't it? Yeah, it is now uh, Triple H is in charge. But yeah, let's let's go with uh, with Kevin Owens and the and a solid the solid mid card. Uh, up next, then uh, Mister Mid Card. No, I'm joking. I was really mean. Uh, <laughs> Coffee, Coffee Kingston. It's gonna be a six point five. He's not as yeah. good as Big E. I don't really remember that many. I think he won it in a really low point, didn't he? Yeah, I'm just looking at. He actually won it on main event. Um, and then lost it on Raw. And and he lost it on that Raw in between because it was the new year. No, but he's like he's like a, he's won it a few times though. Maybe this kind of gets him to the top of six point five. Yeah. Possibly. Because I don't remember any of them, but he has won it four times. So mm. let's put him below Biggie. That's but, respectful. Yeah. Mm. He's probably did more as in the kind of champion but I prefer Biggie. So we'll go with Biggie. Uh, up next, then, uh, Mr. Bestiality Sex himself, <laughs> Kurt Angle. Oh, automatically, I'm thinking Franklin Five Stars. <laughs> so was I. Eurocontinental champion. Won it in his first year. Um, Propelled him to the main event. Yeah, that was it. We're in like, I think he dropped it like a month later or something. He won the championship, didn't he, for the first time? So, yeah. I'm going to say with you, he's. he's he, he lost it at WrestleMania, didn't he? But he still, at least he took it in to WrestleMania with him. Um, he'd only held it for 35 days at that point. I don't need, don't need, don't need to hold it for a long time, if it, like you say. Um, and that was, that was it. He had, he's had one championship reign, but I guess he, he moved quickly on to the, the main event slot. For that reason, yeah. I think I'd be happy with solid mid-card. Top end. Top end of solid yeah. mid-card. Yeah, I feel like he needs a bit more on him just to, you know, get up there. In fact, you know what? I'm going to put him below Jeff Jarrett. That's really me and Jeff Jarrett are bezies now. Yeah. Uh, up next, Lance Lance Storm. Oh, no. Uh, Mr. Personality. Yeah, won it on Raw. Obviously, he was a WCW wrestler at the time. Can't the storyline. Um, beat Albert for it and then lost it to Edge 27 days later. That's, that's your lot for Lance Getting Storm. This- Getting the seal on Storm. Yeah. Bless him. He's a good follow on Twitter and he's a, it's sure Brian Alvarez is good, but in the sea nonetheless. Right. Here's a, a strange one then. Again, a, a championship when I forgot it happened. Uh, Luke Harper. Is he just won it the once? So I don't remember this. Just double checking, but I, I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like he did. Yeah, he won it one time. He beat uh, Dolph Ziggler 
on Raw and then lost it um, back 27 days later in a ladder match. Seemed better. Yeah. Disappointing because obviously it, was a, it should have been a main event. It, should, it still should have headlined WrestleMania 33. Um, yeah. yeah, and that when he was in that feud, they, they built it up as if he was going to get in the, in the title picture and then just took him out of it and put him in the bar while he was infuriating. Um, but then he probably made up for it with the TNT title run, didn't he? So he had it there, but his in the Cronulla Championship run uh, wasn't the best. Um, here's a blast from the past, then it's all Johnny B. Bad, uh, Mac Mirror. He's had a couple of runs with Annie. I believe so. We're going, we're going way back now. You can tell there was just like every just when I'm flocking, um, like scrolling through here, it was, there was a lot less championship uh, changes <laughs> in the nineties. That's fine. Mark Mirror's win. Mark Mirror, he won it uh, for the first time, de- defeating Farouk in a tournament for the uh, vacant championship after Ahmed Johnson. Uh, Vacated it. Right. And you'll never believe it, Aaron. Buy it. <laughs> That's your lot. He had a, a 28 day run with it. I would have oh. put my house in them having like a year on run or something. Yeah, I would have said so. It was a championship. Um, he lost it to Triple H, setting off his first victory. Oh, well, in thought of that, we've seen better. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like because he set up Triple H with it, he avoids the sea. Yes, just. Um, right, who's who's this next? I can't. I feel like whoever this is didn't win it that many times. I can't work <laughs> who that is. I've got no idea who that is. Oh, it's uh, Matt Janay. Oh. <laughs> right. Um, because he killed a guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe he just needs to get straight in the sea. He should probably go in the sea just so he can... Uh, yeah. Point out to the police where he left the body. Um, so, <laughs> allegedly, um, there we go. Then imagine a in the sea because we, we we couldn't even tell who he was. Um, up next, then the Miz, quite possibly the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. Yeah, he's got to be in the Franklin Five Stars, hasn't he? I think for sure. He's, he's. I hate hate the guy. Hate the guy. Um. That's because he's a heel and he does his job very yeah, well. He is, a, um, he is detestable. He is one guy in recent years who you can put the, a title on him and he make apart well apart from the WWE title and he makes it feel prestigious. Yeah, and that was a lot of what his last reign was about. He's won it eight times, so he's second only to Jericho. Yeah, in number, and I, I'm assuming if Jericho didn't get his ass back into the WWE quickly, that they're going to give them his another one. Yeah. Um to tie to tie him up. So I think he's gotta go in the Franklin five stairs. Without a doubt. Eight you know, eight eight title reigns is not to be sniffed at. And yeah, he's beaten Roman Reigns throughout like he's done a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Um so Roman Reigns will be interesting when we get to him. Uh up next then is uh Mr. Perfect. How many runs has he had? Obviously this is a bit before I It's a bit before our time, but I think he's yeah. again he's one he's he's a a bit like Brett Hart, he's always in the video package, isn't he? Yeah. When you, when you look back at like, oh, the, the prestigious belt and um, all these Hall of Famers who've won it, um, Mr. Perfect is always up there. Let's see how many times he's won it. This is where it's like one run for like two days going on my track record. Uh, he's had one run. He beat Tito Santana in a tournament final for the vacant championship after Warrior 
relinquished it because he'd won the WWF Championship. Uh, held it for 126 days before losing to the Texas Tornado, SummerSlam 1990. He then won it back um, from the Texas Tornado and held it for 280 days. Oh, that is very respectable. Before losing to Bret Hart. So he's held it for over a year combined. Mm. Um, you know, you think of him and automatically you think solid mid-carder. Yeah, I think because he's one of those wrestlers I was talking about earlier when you kind of put certain championships with certain wrestlers. Mm-hmm. I think you'd, because he never won the, what, the big one, did he? So you'd put him with the, uh, the Intercontinental Championship, I think. Yeah. Um, so let's go over him there. Um, up next, then, uh, Owen Hart. I'm torn. I've been putting him right, right near the top, I think. I think he's got to be at the top, right? Again, talking about wrestlers who've um. So he, God, he beat, he also beat Farouk um in a tournament final for the vacant championship. That happens a lot. <laughs> Looking at the um, yeah, he beat the Rock for it or Rocky My Beer, um on Raw, lost it to Stone Cold at SummerSlam in that infamous match where Stone Cold broke his neck. Mm-hmm. Owen Hart won it back. Um, I think he also fought Brett for it in the. Uh, didn't he beat Brett for it at WrestleMania 10? Quite possibly. Oh, I defended it against him at least. Um, I may have made that up. I've really offended someone. No, Cass, because in the WrestleMania 10, it was just a match, wasn't it? Because it was on the ladder match. Um, but I, I think it's, it's, I mean, it's, it's Owen Hart, man. And he was also, he was obviously going to win it the night he, uh, he tragically passed. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. we've got to give Owen Hart. Um, Franklin five stars. Yeah, five star treatment. For... I feel like you can't do anything else uh, with Owen Hart. And I know it's in AEW, but it is kind of cool to see like Owen Hart merchandise coming out. And he's going to be on the new AEW game as well, isn't he? Yes. Um, which I think is a nice touch. Like I understand why his wife didn't want him in WWF, but now I get to see him in, uh, in the AEW game, so I'm, I'm all for it. Mm. Right, up next, who the fuck's this guy? Randy Orton. <laughs> is that Randy Orton? That's how he is, old, young... Young Randall yeah. Keith. Speaking of guys who have elevated themselves after winning the title. Yeah. Is he a, a solid mid-card? Yeah, I think he's straight into there. Yeah, I feel like he was one of those people, wasn't he? Who, um, yeah, he held it for 210 days. Um, yeah, he had that really good match, that hardcore match with Mick Foley as well during this round, which I think was for the championship. It was. They lost it to Edge in that match that we mentioned earlier at Vengeance. Uh, and then that was it. He was off to the races. He was world champ like a month later. Yeah. So another uh, care angle situation, isn't it? Yeah. Although he held it for a lot longer. Uh, yeah, definitely a solid mid-card. Yeah, solid mid-card uh, for young Randall Keep. Did not recognise him. There was nothing like him. Um, speaking of Randy, I should have used that joke somewhere else. Um, with Randy Savage up next. He's got to go Franklin five stars. He's what, I mean, you've he's, got he's, to. What, just for that WrestleMania free match, right? Yeah, he's a... When you talk about titles and wrestlers, you think in the Continental title for this guy. Yeah, hundred percent. He's up there. He held it in nineteen eighty six for four hundred and fourteen days before losing it to Ricky Steamboat in yeah. the one. Well, some people say the greatest WrestleMania match of all time. Mm. Uh, that's the only. That's the only one he had with it. But again, that's the only run he needed with it, really. Yeah, because uh, again, he was just straight off into the rest, into the main event after this. Yeah. Uh, 414 days, you know, a year long reign. You know, only 40 less than the Honky Tonk Man. 
It's got to go. So close. The Franklin Five Stars. Speaking yeah. of Franklin Five Stars. Next then. Yeah, Razor Ramon. The gr- first ever ladder match. Yeah, j- just for that ladder match alone. Yeah. <laughs> you should be in there, I think. But Yeah. Yeah, so obviously that, there was that whole thing where the um, Shawn Michaels was there and didn't defend it for 30 days, so it was stripped of it. He won the championship in the tournament, defended it, um, defeated a lot in a ladder match. Then he beat Diesel for it. Um, when they go after Jack, I had a few times as well. Um, it's, another, it's another one of them guys who should have had the, the, the big one. Yeah, he's possibly, I think we mentioned this on the Memorial episode, didn't we? He's possibly like one of the greatest wrestlers of all time not to win a world championship. Yeah. 100%. Um, in any company, which I think um, was more than deserving of. So it's got to be Franklin Five Stars. How do you yeah. put Razor, Razor Ramon? Again, video packages. Razor Ramon's in there every time, right? Playing those belts at uh, WrestleMania. Yes. Uh, up next, then, I think one of the greatest of all time, but is he in the Intercontinental Championship stakes? Uh, Rey Mysterio. See, I remember, I I automatically just think of WWE Championship when I think of. Yeah, the... I think he's only won it. Um, so he beat JBL for it at JBL's retirement match in like 25 seconds at WrestleMania 25. Then lost it to Chris Jericho, as everyone did in this time. Um, then he beat Chris Jericho at the Bash, just called the Bash, uh, in a mask versus title match. Um, I feel like everyone else was CM Punk as well, but I can't remember. Maybe he didn't. Oh, no, that was a title versus straight edge site, wasn't it? So he's had two title yeah. reigns with it, um, both in 2009, held it for a combined 130 days. I would say solid 6.5. Yeah, I think so. So as wrestlers of all time, probably way higher up in that list, but as an Intercontinental Champion, it's got to go there. Um, you just think of the World Heavyweight Championship run, as you say. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people you definitely don't associate the Intercontinental Championship with, uh, Ric Flair. Am I right you think he's only ever won this the once? I think so. I think it was against Kalita. And it was definitely, um, I mean, no offense to the fella, definitely past his prime. Um, fair to say. During this run, it's all right. He's only uh, worked about twenty years past his prime. So. Yeah, he held it for one hundred and fifty-five days, and I do remember him defending it against Triple H, which I think it was very rare for Triple H to um, even compete in this era for the for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, but yeah, that was it. Ric Flair, six point five hundred. It's it. I'd say six point five. It's a reasonable time in it to have it. Um, but I didn't really do anything with it. But I guess it's just you'd give it because it's Ric Flair, and I guess that makes him a Grand Slam. I assume he won the United States in WCW at some point. Yeah. Um, okay, here we go. Uh, Rick the Model Martel up next. Now, obviously, again, this was before our time, so yeah, I'll do, I've got... my, do my research. Because that's not Rick the Model Martel, and the internet's going to fucking crucify me. That's Rick Rude. <laughs> I do apologize. I'm sorry. The little thumbnails, we can only see little thumbnails. I'm really sorry. This is we're, we're cancelled. So uh, thanks for joining us on the last episode of Wrestling. <laughs> um, but he beat the Ultimate Warrior for it, uh, WrestleMania 5, uh, and then lost it to the Ultimate Warrior. 
Uh, SummerSlam, same year, 1989. Is that it? And that was it. Oh, yeah. We've seen better. I feel like because he won it at WrestleMania, though, you've got to bump him in that 6.5 at least. I feel like that's worth a bump up for everyone. Yeah, go for it. In that Six, time. 6.5. 6.5, there we go. Uh, next then, uh, Ricky the, uh, what's his name? Ricky the Dreamboat Dragon, as he's known on this show. Or Ricky, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, interestingly, uh, one of the one time beat Randy Savage, obviously one of the greatest WrestleMania matches of all time. WrestleMania three lost it to the Honky Tonk Man. Uh, Sixty five days later, and that's a lot. With so six point five written all over on it. Yeah, which is disappointing because it is one of the uh, the greatest matches of all time. But title reign was uh, was not. I'm not sure if he was injured or, or why he lost it as quickly as he did, but mm. yeah, to the Honky Tonk Man as well, which is random, but um, there we go. Oh, I was listening to a Cultaholic podcast there where they said apparently Butch Reed was meant to win it instead of the Honky Tonk Man, which is strange. Oh, okay. Um, he didn't. He was injured or something, and then Honky Tonk Man apparently walked in the office, and Vince was like, "God, that he'll do." Thus, setting off the longest in the Cultaholic Championship run of all time, apparently. Um. Okay, speaking of grace in the Colonel Championship reigns of all time. <laughs> Big quiche. Pound if you can tell me which year this was in. <laughs> Big quiche. This 2001. Uh, can I find out? But it was now. I bet you were a quid. Ah, uh, thank God. My, my blushes are spared. It was uh, the year 2000. He beat Chris ah. Benoit on SmackDown. And he lost it to Val Venus 14 days later. Ah, uh, well, that's getting the sea. I'm afraid so. As much as um, I love Big Quiche, one yeah. of my favourite Attitude Era wrestlers, give us some of the best moments mm-hmm. in the Attitude Era. Getting the yeah. Scene. And obviously the, the greatest thing he ever did for us was uh, impregnating his wife and giving us the Usos. Um, but yeah, apologies to people in coastal communities because Big Quiche has been dropped into the sea. Uh, God, it gets worse. Fucking Road Dog. <laughs> didn't, he, didn't he win it? Is that Road Dog? That is yeah, Road Dog. It is Road Dog. I, obviously, I'm just my confidence is shook after the whole Rick Rude debacle. Um, when the fucking hell did Road Dog win the, the Nicaragua Championship? He could have only won it once, and it must have been a short reign. I don't remember this at all. I can't even. God, how early he won it? Uh, well, it's similar to Rikishi, basically. B Valvinus, um, nine ninety nine on Raw. Lost it to Goldust two weeks later on Raw. Ah, uh, get in the sea. He's in the sea, you know, road dog. Unfortunately. Uh, here's an interesting one next, then. Uh, Rob Van Dam. Oh, he's another guy that used it to elevate himself, isn't he? Yeah. It took him a long time to get to that. Actually, no, it didn't take him as long as we always think, did it? Because he won the title in 2006, and he only joined the WWF in 2001. It yeah. wasn't that long. Um, he won it, I think, did he win it during the invasion originally? Oh, no, he didn't. He won it at WrestleMania 18 the first time, beating uh, William Regal. Uh, then lost it to Eddie Guerrero uh, 35 days later. Then he beat Eddie Guerrero again, uh, held it for 63 days. Uh, beat Eddie Guerrero in a ladder match as well. At this time, he also defeated Jeff Hardy to unify the uh, European Championship with it. Um, did a fair bit with it then, didn't he? Yeah, I swear this guy was also the guy who... Um, Yeah, there we go. He also followed the hardcore championship into it uh, by defeating Tommy Dreamer in his third run. Right. 
So he had three runs yeah. with it. No, four runs with it. They, they then beat uh, Christian Ladder match to, to have another month long one with it. I feel like you've got to put him in solid mid card champ. Yeah, I would have Did a lot with it. Very short reigns, but all very notable. Stuff happened in all of them. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll put him in the uh, in a solid mid card championship. Um, next, then, is a guy we've been seeing a lot um, on the Rocky Road that we've been watching. Uh, I think we're yeah. in this period of the Rocky Road right now. Yeah, I must admit, yeah. from what we've seen so far, very lackluster title. Yeah. As a, um, as a mid-card champion, not like he needed it, because I think it was very obvious he was he was going to the main event. However. Uh, didn't do the, a lot with it. Yeah, but however, did he not have a run with it and have the feud with Stone Cold, which was absolutely fantastic? Yeah, let's just actually, do you know what? Let's... um. Maybe we just were not there. And he, so he had these, the first run that we've just seen, I think. He lived for 74 days and lost it to Owen Hart after beating Triple H. But then, what we're about to see as well, I believe, he beat Stone Cold Steve Austin for it on Raw December 8th, 1997. Holds it all the way for 265 days um, to SummerSlam 1998 before losing to Triple H. Yeah. Is he a solid mid-card champ? Feels weird the, uh, describing the Rock as that, but yeah, I would say upper towards, yeah. towards the top end of it. I always remember the um, during that feud when he he throws it off the bridge, don't he? Yes, yeah, which is a classic spot of the repeated. God knows how many times there, haven't they? We'll put him. We'll put him in between Nuda. There he is in between Biggie yeah. and Coffee Kingston. Right, we're scrolling down now, Roddy Piper. How many times has he won it? I don't think it's as many times as you think, but it is. It's very much like uh, Razor Ramon. And then this is the highest he got in terms of titles. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. he never won the big one, did he? He did not. No, he's he's in that conversation I think with Carl, isn't he? Um, he beat um, he beat the Mountie at Royal Rumble 92. And he lost it to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8 of the same year. Uh, an actual lot. Uh, seen better. I think we've seen better. Yeah, he, he, at least he's won it and lost it at big occasions, mm. but uh, not done a lot with it. And again, one of those involved the Mountie. Uh, right, okay, controversial one here. Roman Reigns get in the sea. I think he needs to get in the sea. I obviously I love Roman Reigns, but his Intercontinental Championship run was such a waste of time. He looked like he just didn't care about it. I don't think anything happened in it, and then he lost it to the Miz, um, who he beat originally, so it benefited no one. Yeah. So I think, unfortunately, Roman, because this was like peak suffering Sakatash, mm-hmm. unpopular Roman on it. Um, I think, unfortunately, uh, he's got to get in a seat. Yeah. If you get a, a New York crowd to cheer for the Miz, you you've done a lot wrong. As does this next guy, he also needs to get in yeah. a seat. Right, right. I don't remember fucking Ryback. So. Should we just put Ryback straight in a seat and just move on? Yeah. Don't think he deserves discussion. Just to... Use, useless. He's at the bottom as well. Deserve it. Uh, Sammy Zayn. Big Sammy, Sammy Zayn fan over here. Just, uh... I feel like he could do another run with it fairly soon. Yeah, I Sammy agree. Sammy Zayn. Um, yeah, had a title in the bloodline. Held it a few times, actually. So he won it, obviously, against Braun Strowman. Um, then he obviously, the pandemic started, he decided not to return. Um, so he became the championship. AJ Styles went in the meantime. And then he had that whole thing where he came back because it was a conspiracy. Mm. Uh, eventually beating Jeff Hardy and AJ Styles in the triple threat ladder match. 
which is where he attached Jeff Hardy's ear to the, uh, the ladder. Uh, good stuff. And then he had another run um, beating Nakamura on SmackDown, held it for three weeks before losing it to Ricochet. It's a title that you think of him. You think of him, you think of the Intercontinental title, don't you? Yeah, he was also um, Nakamura's manager, wasn't he, when he, when he held the championship as well. Yeah. Um, I think we solid mid-card championship for Sammy. Yeah, I'd agree. I think he needs a good babyface run of it as well at some point. Um, I don't think he should have it anytime soon because he's always a guns for his champion. But at one point, I'd like to see him with the um, with it, but he's doing more matches because he was very um, comedic-based at that point, wasn't he? Uh, up next, then, um, a guy who won it on his debut... The Milan Miracle, Santino Morella. Yes. Um, what do we what do we think? Well, I think he's, he's up there. Do you think he's a solid mid catch? I mean, he's held yeah. it for longer than you think, hasn't he? Yeah, I'd, I'd I'd put him in there quite happily. I think. Yeah, Obviously, he did sell for that run, didn't he? Where they had the honker meter and that, but he just lost it to Regal <laughs> randomly yeah. in the middle of it. I thought yeah. we were going to go all the way over him at that point. Yeah. But um, it was a good, entertaining run, I think. Um, for the for the era, definitely. Yeah, so beat Umaga for it, obviously, thanks to Bobby Lashley. And he lost it back to Umaga. And he had that great heel turn where he was entertained as hell. And then he lost it to Regal. When was that? When did he hold it again? Oh, yeah, Santino Morella, 2008. 85 days he held it for, when they felt we were going to go all the way. And he lost it to Regal in England. Which is a pretty cool moment. Yeah. Um, so I think he's a solid mid card champion. Santino had potential to go higher, but uh, we'll put him there. Up next, then it's only Seth freaking Rollins. Um, he's got to be up there as well, surely. He's probably out of the Shield members. He's probably the one who's who did the most of it. Right in thinking, I think so. Yeah, so he won it for the first time at WrestleMania 34 in a triple threat match. Um, they lost it to to uh, to Dolph Ziggler at Raw, won it back at SummerSlam. Um, before they held it for 119 days before losing to Dean Ambrose. Uh, he did a lot with it though, he made it in a pay per view of it against Dolph Ziggler, uh, which I made with the fans ruined, but he he headlined it all the same. Mm. Um, he won it at WrestleMania. Um, I don't think he's quite a Franklin Firestyle level for doing that. But he's definitely the the best of the Shield. So if we've got yeah. Dean Ambrose in the middle of the solid mid-card, we probably need to put him above that, don't we? Yeah, sure I would we'll agree. Above, above Dean, right there. There we go. Oh, I think I'll do. There we go. That will do. We'll race release now because I've just seen the time. This is the longest episode of that wrestling round for a long time. Probably. Shawn, Shawn Michaels. Straight up. Five stars. It's got to be five stars, I think. I've never been a huge Shawn Michaels fan, but you cannot. I'm going to have to put him right above Brett Hart, I think. I think, which again is just going to set him on fire. You you just can't think of the Intercontinental Championship without Shawn Michaels. No. And, and especially in the Nancys. Um, and yeah, again, like propelled propelled himself to the WWF uh, Championship with it. Um, Agreed. And he's always in the video, always in the video packages. And uh, it's always the ladder match. Yeah, that ladder match, match, yeah. But yeah, I don't think he won it as many times as we think, but I think still. They only won it once, I think, but it, oh no, twice. Yeah, you always think of the ladder match yeah. and then the match against Stone Cold. Yeah, he had a 202-day run of it, 113-day run of it. Um, 
Oh, and then he won it again. And I'll held it for another 91 days. So, yeah. Yeah, good stuff. He's got to be up there mm-hmm. with the, uh, the Franklin Five Stars, really, yeah. Uh, benefit him. Right. Shelton Benjamin. Solid mid card. I was going to write, I thought that, but now the more I think about it, and the more I scroll up and down his title history, I am going to make a controversial suggestion that he should be uh, Franklin Five Stars. Oh, really? So let me let me just get him up, right? So he won it for the first time, Taboo Tuesday. Held it for 244 days, being Chris Jericho. He then beat Ric Flair for it and held it for a further 69 days. Then beat Rob Van Dam for it and held it for further 41 days. Um, okay, that was it. I thought he'd, I thought he'd win it more than that. Um, yeah, maybe solid mid card because he took it into WrestleMania twice but never defended it. He was yeah. in Money in the Bank both times. Yeah. So let's put him in the solid mid card. Um, both the Rock with Lobby. Right. Shinsuke Nakamura. This is a weird one. Because uh, I feel like if we were doing this, well, whoever's doing wrestling podcasts in 30 years' time, they get to Shinsuke Nakamura, they're going to think, oh, he's one of the greatest champions of all time. He held it for so long. Didn't do a damn thing with it, though, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> he held it for 182 days in his last run. Um, and I think he's held it from, since before then as well. And he had a two, 201. So he's actually held it for over a year in his combined reigns. But he's done nothing with it. I can't think he's done anything with it at all. I can't think well, he really defended it. Did, it. He didn't get defended for a long period. He won it on the Extreme Rules kickoff show. Didn't he get injured? And they kept the title on him. Yeah, I think so. But he also had that weird one with a US title, didn't he, where he held it for ages and never did anything with it. I think, despite him holding it collectively for nearly a year, or over a year, I still think we've seen better. Yeah. I think we're going to put him in a seen better one. I think he, he just didn't do anything with it. Yeah. Didn't give it a couple more years in, you know, with another run, potentially. We'll keep yeah. more of it. Because but... considering, like, I think, when he was in New Japan, he had there in the Connell Championship, and he made it like the same level as the the world title, didn't he? Like it was um, yeah. a bit of a joke title, I think. And he, he took it and, and made it one of the most prestigious. But yeah, no, he's just nothing with that belt. It's been really disappointing. But I reckon in thirty years' time, people look at that and think, "Oh, Nakamura held it for like three hundred and eighty days." Mm. But no, nothing. Right up next, uh, mm. Stone Cold Steve Austin, straight into Franklin Five Stars. Yep, yeah, it's got to be any. I know, obviously, he's more synonymous with the World Championship now. It's fine. We'll put him below. It's got all that. Um, but yeah, solid runs. Quite like not late in his career, but after the King of the Ring, which surprised me. Mm. Um, but it was, again, everyone in that time, up until Ken Shamrock, I think. Look at look. I mean, look at this run. It went Owen Hart, Stone Cold, The Rock, Triple H. Before then, it was Triple H, The Rock, Owen Hart, Stone Cold, like. This was quite the era, 96, yeah. 97, 98 for the uh, Intercontinental Championship. Yeah, it's where all the all the Intercontinental champions then went on to become yeah. the, the top the top star. Yeah, like the top stars. Like if you yeah. look at that, like, obviously like, you know, Owen Hart would have one hundred percent been world champion. Yeah. Had he not passed away. Triple H, the Rockstone called. Yeah, like what a what a time for the Intercontinental Championship, so he's gotta go up there for me. Uh, up next though is uh, his test. The guy he should have been should have been bigger than what it was for me. He really was, yeah. He just they all the look, but didn't he? But I think Bruce Bitchard said they just pushed him too quickly. Yeah, that was his problem. They didn't give him a chance to actually be a wrestler. Um, it was, and it, 
Yeah, I was going to say, I think think we've seen better with that with Test. I think with this one, he needs to get in the sea. Uh, oh, really? he, only held, he held it for 13 days. Oh, is that all? Beating Edge and then losing to Edge. Oh, yeah, get in the sea. Yeah, it's got to go in, in the sea. And he won it as a WCW wrestler, weirdly. Enough. This guy, next guy can also get in the sea. Yeah, the Mountie, um, not a... I think, did we say he held it for two days? Yeah. And that, that was your lot? Yeah. Yeah, that was that weird one where I think we, we covered the pay-per-view right after it. Um, they filmed something on a house show just in case someone didn't turn up and then they didn't, so they used, the, they used it. Um, I can't remember what it was, but that was a story. And then where the Mountie held it for two days, so obviously the Mountie is in the sea as well, but obviously above Ryback. Uh, who's this fellow next? Can't see this guy. Who is this? Oh, it's Tio Santana, I believe. Oh, is that one Tio Santana? Right? That's Tio. That's Tio. Let's zoom in. Oh, it's the Texas Tornado. Uh, I think he, he was one of the Von Erics. Yeah. Um, Texas Tornado held it for 84 days, defeating Mr. Perfect, losing to Mr. Perfect. It was Kerry Von Eric. Right. Well, 6.5 yeah oh. based on that yeah yeah didn't do a lot of it did he top end of scene better maybe yeah top end of 6.5 yeah the Von Erickson WF was a weird story I think they came in far too late but yeah scene better unfortunately mm-hmm. based on that uh, up next then is Tito Santana um, again held it very early on in our period he was the he beat uh Greg Valentine, uh, house show. I held it for 217 days before losing to Randy Savage on um, WDWF on the Northeast Sports Network. So, big, oh. big show. <laughs> they lost it on. But I guess if this was before the days of Raw SmackDown, so it probably was a yeah. big show to be on TV. Yeah. Um, but what do we put to I guess T.O. Santana, he had won it before as well. He'd held it for 226 days. Prior to our time period, because obviously it's only from 1985. Right. Based um, on that, I think he's a solid mid card champion. Yeah, I think so. I think he's a, 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 one. Everyone always compares Kofi to him now, I think. Of him always being like a really yeah solid mid card champion, but never quite yeah. made it into the main event. But he was yeah. could be relied upon for a main event match if he needed one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Who is what? Who was big to these thumbnails? Who's this? Triple H. Is that Triple H? Oh, yeah, so it is. Yeah, God, I'm going blind. Triple H, right. I think based on what we talked about earlier with, you know, Stone Cold, The Rock, Owen Hart, does he fit into that? Um, yes. Some categories of those guys? 100%. Yeah, because this was the time he was morphing from Hunter Hare Selmsley to becoming the game Triple H. Yeah. And then if yeah. He, even, as, even as the game, he had a couple of runs with it again. Yeah. And obviously, I can't... Oh yeah, because he won it in the two-man power trip as well, never sure as forget about. I honestly can't wait until we get to it on the Rocky Road. I think it might be the next episode. Is there a ladder match with The Rock at SummerSlam? Um, it's going to be great. So, uh, yeah, Triple H is up there. And obviously, he challenged Ric Flair for that one time. Right, here's a weird one now the, uh, the Ultimate Warrior. So, he beat, obviously, he beat Rick Rude for it. Discussed it earlier before I called him Rick Martel and ruined, <laughs> ruined the show. Uh, Be really rude for SummerSlam. Um, and then he unified it with the WWF Championship at WrestleMania 6. Um, and then vacated the belt 
um, the next night, um, basically saying I want to concentrate on, on being WWF champion. But he had two runs with it, held it once for 216 days, beating the Ultimate Warrior, and I beat, beat, sorry, he's the only warrior, beating the Honky Tank Man, ending his record setting reign. Um, and then, yeah, held it for another 219 days, so he's held it for right. over 400 days in total. Yes, very, very good run. And, and then, defend, well, I, I, yeah, defended it in the main event of WrestleMania. He was the only person to do that. So, we've got to give him the five stars. I know he's not a very good wrestler, yeah. but as an Intercontinental Champion, <laughs> Yeah, yeah. As a, as a champion, he's up there. Yeah, and also he had the uh, the yellow belt. So if you get a custom championship, yeah, gotta be up there for me. Definitely one of the worst wrestlers of all time. Yeah, terrible in ring worker, terrible person as well. By all time, <laughs> sounds yeah. a bit, but greatest in the crown champion of all time. One of them. Right up next, then we're down to the final five. It's uh, as uh, our friend Regal would say, Yumanga. Oh, this this guy's got to be up there for me. Yeah, when he, I loved had, when he had the title, it just felt like it was a big deal. Yeah, he had it all through that uh, the Donald Trump storyline. Yeah. Um, obviously, he lost it to Santino, but he won it back almost immediately. It really sounded like it felt like he was just undefeated, didn't it? Like, well, that's, you know, yeah, it was, the, it was yeah. a big deal to, to. I know Santino beat him through the help of Lashley, but it was a huge deal when it happened. Mm. Yeah, I was a I was a big Umaga fan. I think just booked him so well. Yeah. Yeah, up until obviously he um, hit Cena in his goal and triple at the time, didn't he? But... Solid mid-card. Top end of solid mid-card for me. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I really wish that it would um, it moved him up to the next level. I, I think if we had had the tragic death of Umaga, he'd been world champion. Yeah, yeah. It was just such, such a good big man at the time. I know there's a lot of big men now, but at the time it was kind of something else, wasn't it? That yeah, because he was athletic. The fact he could move athletic. that quickly. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really solid. And obviously from the uh, the NOI, uh bloodline. So I imagine in the bloodline now. It's like the enforcer. How cool would that have been? If only. Um, Val Venus. <laughs> oh, <is next>. <laughs> get in the sea. I think he's got to get in the sea. I, I feel like, you know, when we're talking about the um, the great run of like Owen Hart, Triple H, The Rock, Stone Cold. Um, he quickly went from that to Ken Shamrock to Val Venus. And then it was, you know, after that, he goes, Road Dog, Goldust, The Godfather. Yeah. I feel like he really, really pulled the championship down, uh, <laughs> did a lot of damage to it. I don't think it made it. It didn't help him in the slightest, but I think he yeah. really, really <laughs> took the championship down with him. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would agree. I, I don't think there's any redeeming. He won it twice. Um, but I mean, yeah, I just can't see any redeeming features to him. No, absolutely not. Valve is he's going to get to see. And actually, do you know what? He's going to go below right back. So strongly, I feel. Uh, oh, next then is uh, Wade Barrett. Um, automatically thinking 6.5. Yeah, should have gone on to the well, or you should have, they should have pulled the plug on the world title for him. Oh, opinion. 100%. That feud with Cena and my Cena joining Nexus and yada yada. Was amazing um, until the end when Cena just beat him <laughs> and he went on to the next. No, it was Randy Orton, wasn't it? It was that, sh- that match against Randy Orton where I think Cena had to um, help him win how he got fired and then they just fired Cena when he came back the week after anyway. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, I think, did we say 6.5? 6.5. Yeah. Could have been a lot better than it was. Obviously, they had the car, which didn't really 
just didn't land did it. Uh, up next then is a uh, show favorite, uh, William Regal. Solid mid card. I think so. Again, he was one. I think in his last run with it, he really should have pushed him to the main event. But then obviously the whole scandal happened in the, in the yeah got suspended. I think that was around that time. So yeah, it was in, he won King of the Ring, but it was the same time on it. But um, yeah, it's one of the ones that I always think they should have put him into the main event. Yeah. But they never yeah. did. He and should have been... Well, actually, no, Bulldog should have been the first British world champion. Um, but he should have been up there, really. Along with Red Barrett, actually, both of them, they could have been... For whatever reason, they just didn't pull the trigger. But yeah, we'll put him as a... Did we say 6.5? Solid. 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 Solid guard. Yeah, that's more acceptable for Regal. Put him, we'll put him up there as well. For that one. Okay, and then last but not least on this list, uh, Zack Ryder. Yeah, he's another one who's kind of synonymous, isn't he, with the Intercontinental title? Yeah, which is weird because he held it for one day. Yeah, you always think of that the big win with it, don't you? The big, yeah. I mean, I was obviously, you know, head to bag about me being a WrestleMania 32, but I was there in the arena for it. It was awesome because yeah. no one really expected it. I think it was starting to memories came out the morning that it might, it might happen, uh, but it was still awesome and it was kind of there. Like, ironically, he's got a lot better, he'd be making much better Intercontinental Championship now. Mm-hmm. If he ever came back, um, I think he will at some point. Yeah, but considering um, he's only had it for like one day, he held it for one day. Literally lost it to, to the Miz the next night. Uh, I kind of want to put him in six point five. Yeah, is, that a bit, I, is that a bit I, much? No, I'm at six point five. I think. Really. Yeah, just for the moment, he gets that WrestleMania bonus that they all get. Um, and then there he is. That's our that's our list. So we'll do. We'll just we we obviously we, we can't put him in there because I don't know how to add people to the list. But Ricochet. Ricochet. next one this year. I'd say 6.5. Don't really remember much from it. Yeah, he only held it for 98 days. I think it was meant to be his big break, and then it wasn't. <laughs> Basically, mm. Vince said nothing with him, but I think he will get there now with Triple H in charge. And then I guess with this one, it's 101 days in Carrington as it stands. But Gunter, where's he going to go? Where do you think he's going to land on this list at the end of his reign? And when do you think his reign's going to end? Five stars. Yeah. Without a doubt. I think he's, he's the guy to bring prestige to it. Yeah. I'm going to go on. I'm going to go on. This is the right line now, but I don't think it'll happen. But I think he should defend it and win against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. That would be that would match I'd be booking. That would just, just solidify him as a main eventer at that point. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good call. Yeah. I don't know if Brock could ever challenge for the Intercontinental Championship, but if he does, <laughs> that's what I think should happen. He hasn't ever challenged for it, has he? No, he just went straight into the main event. He's never, he's nowhere near being a Grand Slam because he's not won tag champions, yeah. champions forever. Yeah. He has won everything else, though. He's won King of the Ring, Money in the Bank, Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. 100% Gunter will be in Franklin five stars by the time he finishes it, this reign. I think yeah. it's going to go on for about a year. Yeah, I think he's got, he's got really lucky. That Triple H is going when he is because apparently WrestleVotes were reporting that Vince was like seen something about him they didn't like was going to push what, him down the card but what can you not like about Gunter? I don't Fantastic. know it's probably all the changes he made because he's now back to wearing black and white again um, I've got the Imperium music back now yeah um, so yeah they'd be great in war games in, every, in another year it's not their year I think this year at the bloodline but um, another person who's um, not on the list of pictures but has been mentioned 
with intercontinental intercontinental title runs is Chris Benoit. Oh, of course, week. yeah, they've just left him off, haven't they? I didn't even notice that. I've just, I've just, I've just, it's just come to my mind now. Yeah. Um, I didn't even realise I've ever done that. I'd, um, I'd left Chris Benoit off. Like, where do you, you know, take the matters out of it? Where do you, where do you put him? I would say six point five. Yeah, I think it's about that. I think he just. It was a stepping stone for him, wasn't it? I think, but well, it felt like a ceiling for the longest time. Obviously, obviously, they finally pulled the trigger on him. Yeah, but then he won a great world champion because he, he couldn't no. talk on the mic. He shouldn't have the charisma, did he? No, he didn't have the charisma. I'd have been interested to see how his um, obviously wishes to avoid the tragic circumstances that his ECW championship raid happened. Um, but yeah, now I forgot about Chris Benoit, which is probably yeah. how it how it should be. But yeah, I'd. Uh, Wrestling aside, I mean, wrestling aside, wrestling aside, he's definitely getting to see <laughs> taking all the wrestling into account. Yeah, I think, uh, I think 6.5 for, yeah. for Chris Bonwell. Okay, are you happy with the order we've got him in? Is there any final changes you'd make before we, uh, we wrap I, up this? Uh, I don't think there's any changes that I would make. Obviously, we are getting late. Yeah. Um, but I think we've more or less nailed it. Yeah. We've done, we've, we've done it right, haven't we? Um, yeah, I think we're good. I'm sure that, well, I mean, Terry won't listen to it, but I'm sure Ross will have his thoughts um, on this when we get back. And obviously, if you've got your own thoughts, tweet us at WrestleRound. Um, there was one fella, I can't remember his name now, I used to comment on all our YouTube videos saying that Christian was the greatest Intercontinental Champion of all time. Uh, we've got him in a second tier, but I think that's a good good one for us. Uh, I guess we decided that Shawn Michaels is ours, but there's a few up there. Actually, do you know what? No, it's Chris Jericho, isn't it? Yeah, Chris Jericho. Yeah, it's Chris Jericho. Yeah. That's Followed a change. By... For me, followed by the Miz. Yeah, let's 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 do a top five. Or should we just do it? Let's do a top three because it's it's five to eleven. Who's fed? I'm looking at them. Honky tonk. Yeah, you got to have a solid one, you? So yeah. for me, they're the top three. There we go. The longest I'm... reigning and the two with the most. Yeah, I'm held. I'm happy I'm happy with that. Yeah. That's a good solid list, right? I'll save this yeah. afterwards and we'll tweet it out after the sh- when the show goes uh, live. Um, so you can uh, compare notes and tell us how wrong we are or how right we are, which would be really nice um, to see. But we should probably wrap it up, Aaron, because we've both got working yeah. morning and it's late yeah. as fuck. Um, yeah, I agree. We've gone, <laughs> we've gone <laughs> way over. I was like, yeah, we'll do we'll do like a, an hour, 45 minutes new show in about an hour about this tier list. It's gone. The call's been on for two hours, 11 minutes now. <laughs> so yeah. we should probably. But thank you very much for joining us, Aaron. Where can we find you on the social yeah. medias? Find me on Twitter, Frankenstein91. Sometimes on Twitch. I need to get back to doing Twitch. Just yeah, find the time to do it. Same. Um, just, um, otherwise, Snakes can series is going to happen with like, no build whatsoever. It's going to be worth, worth it all yeah. out. But um, yeah, we'll get there. We'll get there with that. Uh, I've been Lou Markham. You can find me at Lou Markham on uh, I only really use Twitter. Um, so there, and you can find us all at Rest Around. Um, Twitch.tv forward slash Rest Around. We may appear at some point um, for some weekly, I say it's not weekly at this point, is it monthly Wednesday wrestling or I'll rest all out. Um, yeah. yeah, and join us next week where we don't know what we're doing. Um, but Monday for the new show, Wednesday for Wrestling Around proper. And hopefully it'll be thumbnails next time you see this. Uh, but thank you very much, Aaron. Thank you. And thank you all um, for joining us. I'll see you next week on Wrestling Around. 
Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.